the Save Room Plays, a podcast where we talk about the games that touch us and the games we're touching. And we touch a lot of fucking games, my dude. Oh, we really have a backlog here for this episode, right? Like, we played like 15, maybe even 300 games, somewhere in that range. No less than 300. No less than 300. Mm-hmm. It probably maybe even an inch more. I Fuck, I gotta add one to the dock right, <laughs> right now. now. I just remembered. I'm playing the fucking Mega Man collection. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, too. shit. Oh, shit. He's not even fucking joking. Wow. So, wow. yeah, this is Save Room Plays. We've been kind of out of the seat for a while because we've done a different rotation of episodes here and there. We did a few uh, proper news episodes. You can catch those. We also did a Sonic the Hedgehog movie review, which you guys can check out as well on, on Spotify, SoundCloud, everywhere. But yeah, so we're back with uh, Save Room Plays, and it's it's the hotness. So Kevin, tell, tell the people about us if they don't know who we are. Well, we are the Save Room Boys. There's two of us, mm-hmm. and uh, we're trapped in our apartment thanks to COVID-19. But we're thriving and surviving. Well, please make sure you wash your hands after every video game you touch. You don't <laughs> no. know where they've been. I know where they've been. <laughs> I've you, got my eye on them. You just don't like the answer. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Daniel, we are The Save Room. You can catch us on SoundCloud.com slash The Save Room Show or Spotify or iTunes, Google Play. Uh, Wherever you throw a stone, you're going to hit The Save Room. Trust you me, brother. Trust you me. I mean, you're not going to find us on Google Stadia. No, Jade Raymond is like, get leave. Get out of here. (laughs) She's like, just We already hired somebody. You guys are too expensive. Yeah. Take take a fucking Darksiders poster on the way out. Get out of here. <laughs> we heard you boys like Genesis. <laughs> Was it always called Play of Vista because you made video games here? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else? Oh, shit. We, we stream. We stream like that. We that stream. Like a fucking, speaking of streaming. Like an epiphany. Like you've never thought of like the fact that we stream before. <laughs> it's a new thing to yeah. me, dude. Well, if you wanted to catch my brother in arms on twitch.tv, find him at Dungeons and Daniels. That is where you can find me. Um, I broke my streak of Fridays in a row because that's my, my prime stream time now. Fridays. From Fridays. 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. thereabouts. Sometimes Tentative? later. Sometimes. Tentative? Do you order lunch in the middle of it? No. Um, my people know. My people know okay. that it's it's a free-for-all from uh, mukbangs and eating. Oh, yeah. They oh. like it. They like the the dry-roasted peanut ASMRs that I do. Oh, I love that. I eat Triscuits <laughs> on stream. Yeah. I have super mukbangs. Yeah. <laughs> super mukbangs. Yeah. Brother, what have you been playing on stream? Um, it's been a lot of Uncharted, because that is what I have dedicated myself to. So I finally beat uncharted 2 on stream that was a fun no fun game to get through honestly i had drake's about, awakening drake's awakening <laughs> i had 97 percent of the game complete uh on the last stream i had done of it but i had to go out to seattle for a friend's birthday Ooh, so i had dangerous to, there buddy i had to stop the stream at a point where i'm like sorry guys i can't beat it like the last two chapters of that game get very long in the tooth where it's like okay you got to keep fighting your way through this fucking crumbling hidden civilization while you fight this dude who's jacked up on i don't even know like resin and old magics <laughs> old magic resin those games get weird out of play I, I remember the last few chapters of uncharted 2 are basically the horde mode for that game because yeah. you fight so many motherfuckers That's I'm, a lot. I'm, I'm gonna a lot say this dudes. dude i'm gonna say this too i love uncharted 2 mm-hmm. i love it i do too but like i don't think it's gunplay's that great no, it's it's not, and they really expect you to get into a gunfight every other minute, especially in the last stretch of the game. And it's like, yeah. it's that's fine and all, but like the tension never ends. Like they, there's cool puzzles in between, and there's cool set pieces you go to, but like their their method of like madness is like, well, it, there's got to be a gunfight. You're holding a gun, you got to shoot something. Uh, just here, we're gonna you're gonna shoot soldiers. Now you're gonna shoot these big dudes. 
these big blue dudes. They kind of look like people from Avatar, but roided out. I don't. Well, what about? Do they look like Kotal Khan a little bit? A little bit like Kotal Khan. A little Khan. bit like Kotal Khan. Yeah. That's my favorite Khan. There, these Kotal Khans are out there protecting Marco Polo's lost treasures. Fuck yeah, dude. Really? Is yeah. that, was that the plot? Marco Polo's Yeah, lost that was the Marco treasure? Polo one. <laughs> okay, sure. So, yeah. Did a bunch of Uncharted 2. And then the last stream I did, I actually started Uncharted 4, which I was super, super stoked about. Skip three, huh? Yeah. Um, I voted. I had a vote with my, my people. I was like, hey, do you guys want me to see... Do you guys want to see me play Uncharted 3? And they're like, no, you could skip it. Go to four. People and, disrespecting Drake's Deception like it's that? It's a fine game. Drake's it's Deception? Mo- everybody had Drake the same Drake Miller thought. gave it a 10 That's on great. IGN back in the yeah. day, dude. Well, he gave Dead Space, what, a 9 out of 10? He's got weird standards. Why is that bad? Because that's a 10 out of 10 game. <laughs> I hate you. So, I hate gamers. Yeah, we're the worst, right? <laughs> but no, so Uncharted 4 was kind of unanimous, and that was one that I was excited to get back into because it is more than just the gunfights. There's so much in terms of like story and lore building and like cool set pieces and things to do. Like You're not just fucking... Nathan Drake, who's out there killing and going on mass genocides. No, like you're spending time with like as long as you crack a joke, it's okay. It's okay. Amy Hennig told us that about game design. He says as long (laughs) as he cracks a joke about murdering three hundred people within an hour, it's fine. It's It's totally fine. Also, did you notice in the Uncharted games, enemies always shoot first. They always like like in cutscenes and stuff. So it's always like, uh, oh, they're the instigators. Yeah. I'm just Nathan Drake, fault. fucking collecting treasure. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. living my life. But oh, I gotta get into this gunfight. And he is a killing machine. He's a monster. A monster. He can't be stopped. He tosses grenades at unsuspecting people. At a lot of dudes. At a lot of dudes. I've killed no less than probably like two thousand people in my combined playthroughs. Like so. you know what I'm totally content with in Uncharted. Mm. Just kind of platforming like honestly there it's a simple joy i yeah. like platforming just and the act good. of platforming honestly and that is a mechanic that is so refined across every game yeah whether they're making you fucking platform like in a temple or like ruins or a cityscape like it's always really cool because of the way they design it like you can't fuck up platforming well i mean you could but oh you could you could but they don't and... oh boy you could <laughs> <laughs> but uncharted 4 is like a delight honestly like i haven't played it since uh, it came out in 2016 Me either honestly and some of it like i remember a lot of the main beats but like there's coloring in between and little moments that i kind of forgot that like really like make me smile it's it's a charming game and i really like the way they paint drake in that one um again like i always say like the brother arc is kind of out of nowhere but i think they play into it very nicely and troy baker and noel north's uh chemistry across the two characters awesome Awesome. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like the characters that I live for in that game are Nate and Elena. They're perfect. Like I really like, I really like the their chemistry. dynamic and like how he hides like the fact that he's going back out on this like adventurer lifestyle from her. Yeah. You know? And it's in the way it comes to boil and the climax of the game isn't so much like you're getting in a shootout, it's like, no, your wife found out that you've been lying to her and you have to deal with that emotional ramification. Yeah, I love like, that the emotional stakes cool. are very grounded yeah. emotional <laughs> stakes. There's a gravity to that game yeah. that like some of the, the first three I won't say like lack, but like this one definitely takes it very seriously. Mm-hmm while like almost cementing the rest of the series around it right yeah. the callbacks and just like that we've built ourselves up to this well he's an aging adventurer yeah. that's that's such a cool game i love that game a lot man well like his opening moments like you do a flashback fight but then like you're swimming because you're doing like this kind of uh deep diving wreck salvage job and then you're at home and you're looking through your old relics and kind of like you're playing with a gun you're shooting with like a toy gun at like 
things from your past, like enemies that you've come across and like situations and playing Crash Bandicoot with your wife. I don't know. It's 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 very, very charming and I wanna play Crash Bandicoot with my wife. Yeah. I want a wife. I want a wife too. (laughs) They added mods to it too, which has been actually kind of fun. So there's a no gravity mode to where like if you shoot an enemy, the second they die, whatever trajectory their body was on, it bounces into a direction and flies around like the fucking hitbox of your screen. Yo, that's like it's a wild. that's like a draft for a Shyamalan script right yeah. there, man. We there's something we can do with this. Every time you die, your body shoots up into space. It honestly reminded me of Control and how some of the physics in that game, like when you shoot things, like it gets out of control real fast. Like things are rebounding all over the place. I love Control. Why'd you have to say its name? I love that game. Well, because I miss it. I miss it, it too. It's such a great game. Like a lost lover. It's it's, it's on my shelf. Yeah, <laughs> it's I mean, there. but it's like one of those games where it's like you platinum it, you went hard on it, and then you had to walk away. I platinum that game, didn't you I? Did. I'm a hero. You're a hero. Kevin, tell me about yourself. Tell me what you've been doing lately over at twitch.tv slash the red herb. God, that was good. Yeah. That was smooth as fuck. I get smooth sometimes. Daniel's drinking out of a PlayStation glass that I got him in shape like a PlayStation trophy. And there's a story behind this. There's some co- I don't know what's happening. There's some yeah. confidence on this guy mm-hmm. right now. I'm holding it like a fucking Game of Thrones like head of house member would. Yeah, no, or like a, a conquering Viking, mm-hmm. right? You're back in your hall, you're mm-hmm. drinking mead out of a yeah. PlayStation Call me trophy. Daniel Kahn. I won't. Please do. I won't, not at all. But yeah, I'm proud of you, dude. Thanks, dude. I'm proud anyway, of you. what I've been doing on my stream is interesting. <laughs> As you may know, I stream three times a week, sometimes four. He's insane. I, I Sometimes I get bored. So what is it? Wednesdays? From 8 to whenever is the Kevin Show. From 8 to whenever is the right way to do that. The Kevin mm-hmm. Show is the most educational show on Twitch. Um, you can find you can find me just kind of answering random fucking yeah. questions on the internet. We had fun the other night. We had a lot of fun. Well, uh, <clears throat> remind me, what did we do? I showed them your toys. Oh, he started like grabbing toys off of mm-hmm. like my shelves and stuff because I'm I'm gonna. I'm an adult man, baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was fun. That was fun. Oh, my Claire Redfield toy. Yeah. From Toy Biz. It's a good one. They're all good. They're There's all... a collector out there that, that like, He's like I know exactly what Kevin's talking about. Okay, <laughs> fuck you. All right, don't look at me like that. The fucking toy biz enthusiasts that are listening to ours <laughs> somehow because of a tag on SoundCloud. Fucking Ike <laughs> Mulletter or whatever his goddamn name is. He owned the company Toy Biz, mm-hmm. and he like also became like lead of Marvel or whatever the fuck Marvel uh, movies themselves. Oh, and, and he got into fights with Kevin Feige because this dude fucking did not want any diversity in the movies at all and didn't. Holy he didn't even want to sell toys of scarlet like, oh it was uh, that guy scarlet widow yeah i that remember guy. hearing those he owns okay. he, he owned toy biz and toy biz made a bunch of resident evil uh toys based off of the first two games mm-hmm. you had a fucking chris chris redfield with a big old grenade launcher which is that doesn't make sense to me he didn't get the <laughs> grenade launcher in the games <laughs> <laughs> You're pissed about the anachronisms. I pretty, get it. But. Pretty pissed. But the Resident Evil 2 uh, line was really fucking mm-hmm. good. The liquor with Leon was great. There's a zombie with uh, Claire Redfield. You have one of the... If you press his belly, you press his open intestines, he falls into two. Torso separates. Oh, that's it's good. It's really fun. You have one of the Ivy monsters? The Ivy monster is amazing in the that's first good. game. In fact, I think it's better design in the first game than the remake. But I like Ooh. the Ivy. I like the... Hey, hey, that's hey, 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 I like those Ivy monsters from yeah. RE2 remake, okay? I like them. I like them. God, I want to play that game again but i love that you should play the original that's mm. that's a true gamer challenge that i got for you try, try to how get, would i do it 
I don't know. PS5 is supposed to be totally backwards compatible with we every hope. fucking generation. You can play Nintendo PlayStation games on that bitch. <laughs> For a cool $360,000. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, good. Well, this one, this one on the Sidewinder. Anyway, uh, sometimes I stream on, stream on Fridays. Don't depend on it. Mm. Some days I'll be tired. Some days my tummy aches. On Saturdays, however, at oh, 8 God. p.m. PST, you can find for the foreseeable future me going through Drunkuza, where I play through the Yakuza games drunk. Yeah, it's a <laughs> uh, it's a fun time. It's a great time. We've been playing Yakuza three recently. So the you streamed at this point probably what Yakuza Kiwami, Yakuza Kiwami <clears> two, <throat> Yakuza zero, Yakuza six, Song of Life, Yakuza the three. Song of Life. So no less than five. And judgment. Do not forget. Six. Do not forget. So no less than six. <clears throat> yakuza type games yeah and you can't stop i mean you can't f- be stopped i made a goddamn promise daniel i made a goddamn promise to, to myself and god <laughs> that i would go through every single yakuza game i will beat them i will taste the story of kidu and i will make it my own what's his daughter's name haruka haruka you're doing it for haruka i'm doing it for haruka it's she got like, hit by a car in part six. Oh shit. Spoilers, dude. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Damn. <laughs> but you apparently play as her in maybe part five, I think. Mm. Whatever. I picked up the remastered set that includes part three, part four, and part five. Mm. And I'm going to work through all of those on stream. Sick. I also didn't tell you that I bought a game called Fist of the North Star Paradise Lost, which is from the creators of the Yakuza games, mm-hmm. where you play as this anime character. Uh, do you know Fist of the North Star? I've heard about it. With the meme where it's like, you are already dead. Yeah. You, yeah. That, 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 that's that one. We're going to play that for the first time tonight. So <gasps> by the time you listen to this episode, that's cool. go to my past broadcast on twitch.tv slash Red Herb, because I have a collection for Junkuza. Uh, that's good. All of my past The Song of Kevin. Yep, 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 yep. And then Sundays are, of course, survival, horror, uh, Sundays, mm-hmm. 11 a.m. PST until maybe like 3. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, too, because like, I usually mm-hmm. I don't catch your Saturday night streams because I'm usually out. Kevin's show, I crash like Kramer does because like, I fucking burst into your room. I'm like, yeah. how do I get involved in these hijinks? But Sunday, your survival you horror stream... You off the chat, too. It's fucked up. Your survival horror streams get me pumped because like I go to work on Sundays mm-hmm. and like it's mm-hmm. kind of a slower day for me. So to just kind of have your stream on the background, it's kind of cool. Like You're playing Resident Evil 4 and just like having a fucking blast and... You, That's you, not even on the list you of the doc so, over here. I you got, got list so, so much shit hard on Resident Evil 4 that you had to do two streams last I was hard Sunday. as fuck. God. I was hard as fuck on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was enjoying myself so yeah. much. RE4 is one of the best games ever made, dude. Mm-hmm. That's like not an exaggeration. Everyone agrees. Everyone agrees. RE4 is one of the best games ever fucking made. I mean, it informed <clears throat> so many games that I love. Dead Space 1, 2, maybe mm-hmm. 3. Maybe even 3. Maybe even 3. Could have been. I don't know what inspired that game. I think it was money and capitalism. Number 3 was uh definitely ea intervention yep right for sure on that one like a guy chomping a cigar going like there's gotta be co-op there's gotta be co-op in microtransactions we're gonna invent the loot box here we're gonna- <laughs> every time they use that workbench they pay money you hear me <laughs> you're like what although that sounds bad it did have one cool addition yep you could wear the n7 space suit okay from, from the mass bioware Effect. games yeah yeah it was pretty, the, pretty the hot mass Effect ones yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. I like that Space 3, but you like that space that's 3? a conversation for another time. Eh, we don't have to talk about that. You know what we need to talk about, though? Please. It has been 20 years of PlayStation 2, my friend. 20 years of what, Daniel? I said PlayStation 2, the world's greatest DVD player that had the biggest library of games. What do I always say? Everyone has a PlayStation 2 in their house, whether they know it or not. Somewhere. Somewhere. It's I have your attic. It's underneath your bed. Your, it's holding up your bed. Uh, Nima has one that she's <laughs> been watching her stories on that you didn't know about. 
Yeah. What story is this Mima watching? I don't know, like fucking... Um, the story of Jack, too. General Hospital. She has <laughs> literally season four on DVD. Where'd mm. she get it? Well, Barbara gave it to her. Give her out the old home. You know, you know, gave it to her for her birthday. Mm. What did you give her? Nothing. You need to think about how you treat Nima. Fuck. Okay? Yeah, you also take need, her for granted. You also need to take back your memory card. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some stuff on there we need to get Mima away from. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are we talking about again? 20 years of PlayStation 20 too. goddamn years yeah. of PlayStation? Oh, man. Not old enough to drink, but old enough to fuck. <laughs> that is true. That is <laughs> so... I think we've talked about like the, the lineage of the PlayStation 2 across like many episodes. When we did our kind Probably. of PlayStation in retrospect for their what twenty five years of play, yeah, we are we, Sony cucks. Yeah. We talked about it pretty deeply, but um, let me let me hear intimately. Your, let me hear about your your story with PlayStation Two because for me, like I was a late stager with Sony. Yeah, where like I didn't own a PlayStation One. I played it like randomly, like whenever it was in a home and or at day camp. But Probably. tell me your lineage with PS Two. My lineage with PS2, I I didn't get it when it uh, uh, right away. Mm. I got the GameCube first, right? Oh, I got the okay. GameCube first, and then I started feeling that FOMO. Started feeling that FOMO because people were playing fucking Grand Theft Auto. You felt FOMO at the age of ten. Metal Gear Solid Two: Sons of Liberty. Like, yeah, yes, mm. yes, I did. Yes, <laughs> I did. I wanted all of them. I wanted all of them. I had Dreamcast. <laughs> I had a Dreamcast, I had a GameCube, and mm-hmm. I had a PS2. This was like the same league, right? Yeah. Like, these things were in rotation. Uh, actually, my brother is the one who bought the PlayStation 2. He came home one day, mm-hmm. and we're like, hey, here, here this is. And then he set it up in front of the TV in the mm-hmm. living room, and was just like, yeah, yeah, go, go ahead and get some games for it. I'm like, oh, okay, I will. Fucking sweet. Thank yeah. you. And at this um, point, you had already played, like, other consoles. You'd owned other consoles, and you wanted that yeah. next big thing, right? Yeah. I think I was, like, a, uh, yeah, I must have been 11 or 12 when that came into the fold for me, mm. right? And um, I didn't have a memory card mm. for, like, the first two weeks that I owned it. And the only game that I had was Devil May Cry by Capcom, because, of course, Kevin got, as his first game, a, a Capcom, Capcom game. game. <laughs> I'm a Capcom so- captain. <laughs> Was it something about, like, the, did the logo just cry out to you? You just saw it, you're like, Capcom. It was a red box. You know how I feel about the color red? I'm did like a fucking rhino. It drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like a shark you see chum in the water. The yeah. color red gets you horny. Yeah, I got the... <laughs> I saw that game. I, I remember seeing, like, screenshots of it in uh, Game Pro magazine mm. and thinking to myself, oh, my fucking God, I want this more than any fucking thing uh, possible and imaginable. Mm. This game's not on the GameCube. This game's definitely not on the Dreamcast. Definitely not. <laughs> I need a PlayStation Two to play it. So that was one of my one of my favorite games. Do, do you want me to go through like my top games for it? Like, yeah. So this was your idea because what was it? IGN. We read their top twenty PS Two games of all. Disagree time. with some of those. I disagree with most of them, and we decided well because we are always trying to outdo everyone around us. We yeah. had to do a list of our own. Yeah, yeah. No one else has thought to do a PS Two list. I'm Never. Pretty sure, right? Yeah. No one. Hey, we beat Giant Bomb, so that's all that matters. Giant Bomb would have done a four and a half like hour expose. <laughs> of their hundred favorite PS2 games. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're just like there was two thousand PS2 games made, and we rank hundred and ninety-nine of them. There's a lot. Honestly, it probably has if not the biggest, then the second biggest library of yeah. games. Yeah, just just for the sake of time, we told each other, like, let's just talk about like five real quick. Like just list them out real quick. Mm-hmm. Don't even like go one by one, fly by fly. Yeah. So here here is my five that I think were like on heavy rotation for me as a kid. Mm-hmm. All right? Grand Theft Auto Vice City. 
Mm. I think that's my favorite for the PS2. Okay. I give major respect to Part 3 for basically inventing open world games. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I gotta give it to Rockstar. But Vice City is the one that really was the right mix of that shit. So Vice mm. City is always going to go there for me. Devil May Cry, of course. I already mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Love Devil May Cry. I just want to shout out one moment in particular that blew my mind, my 12-year-old mm. mind, is when you first get the sword Alistair. Uh-huh. Which you take off of a wall and then it fucking impales you to the ground and you think, oh my god, Dante's dead. And then suddenly he fucking starts like electricity rises Uh and he like moves upward off of the sword like like literally like like sword's still like nailed to the ground but he's like fucking yeah he's like right yeah he's removing himself from and then he grabs and does a cool twirl and i was just like this is the greatest game i ever played in my life (laughs) right i loved up may cry one because i have so many like imprinted memories on it Mm -hmm. i know a lot of other people say three is their favorite and Mm -hmm. i respect that choice yeah but one is the one that just does it for me Okay. okay next one on here Tony Hawk's Underground. I thought about it. I thought I looked in my heart, Daniel, Mm -hmm. and the truth is apparent. That is my favorite Tony Hawk game. Period. Period. Not Tony Hawk 5? Nope. (laughs) We don't talk about that one. We don't ever talk about 5. Okay, so what about it? uh, What about Underground set it apart from like Pro Skater 1 and 2 for you? You made your own character Mm -hmm. and you lived your own story. There was, there was a great, I don't give a sure. shit. There was a great story <laughs> in, in Thug. Okay. That's a great acronym for yeah, that. You dropped that acronym on me. Thug, I dude. I didn't make that up. They fucking had that in the title screen. It was like, Thug. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Yeah. And I think it had some of the best skate mechanics. I like mm. that it had this, these larger worlds that you weren't just doing like two minute levels. You actually had to like finish missions within the levels. Mm. And usually it was like stupid bullshit. Like, Oh, uh, make make, like throw some cow poop on the fucking, uh, electrical lines to scare the birds or some shit like that. It was always things like that, Mm. but it had a great villain arc. Okay. Your best friend, your homie that you grew up with Mm -hmm. and dreamed of being like the man himself, the Hawk man. Yeah. Well, he betrays you. Tony Hawk betrays you? No, 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 not Tony. <laughs> okay. Your best friend. I think his name was like Jamie or Jesse or okay. some bullshit, yeah, right? Jesse would. He betrays your ass. He betrays your ass, and that was like I felt that, dude. Mm. I felt that. I'm here just like trying to do kick flips and have fun, man. Mm. And this guy betrayed me, dog. So of course I had to do a leap in Hawaii over a helicopter to embarrass that bitch. <laughs> embarrass that bull. straight wreck him. Okay, next one on here, Silent Hill Two. That's a good one. I thought about it. Like that was. I grew up with a lot of Capcom horror games, Resident Evil, Dino Crisis, Mm -hmm. uh, I think Clock Tower at a certain point, and I didn't really expand myself. I actually don't think I've ever played Silent Hill 1 in my life. So Part 2 was the first one that I played, and possibly the one that's imprinted in my memory the most. I think Part 3 has better mechanics, Mm -hmm. a little bit cleaner, but Part 2 is the one that gets stuck in your head. It's like Definitive Silent Hill. That is a game that was so scary for me that I played on the remaster collection for the PS3 that I put down for an entire year because I was like, fuck this game. You're scared. You're rattled. I I was rattled. You had this distant kind of look in your eye. I didn't have the the steely resolve of James Sunderland, but now I do. It's true. Yeah. I think because they didn't uh, give him any Mm -hmm. um, facial expressions in that (laughs) game. Game. that's why he looked like he had a steely result uh it i mean it, some of it doesn't hold up today mm-hmm. the combat's not especially good the controls are the controls suck also not especially good <laughs> um but it's a great game but it, it, it's great atmosphere great tone great environments great design great music that game's fucking 
phenomenal. That that was one of those games that you're just like, oh shit, games could almost be like movies, huh? Like PS2 yeah. generation was like the generation for it you to be like, pushed it. Oh, this is kind of cinematic, like Metal Gear Solid 2, of course. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that one, like I'm watching a movie. That broke my dumb yeah. kid mind, where it's like I. At that point, I hadn't played too many PS2 games, and then this comes along. I've never played a Metal Gear Solid yeah, either, yeah, yeah. so I was like, holy shit, what, I'm, like, I'm watching a fucking like, Michael Bayified video game. This is <laughs> right. insane. Yeah, it had so production cool. value and whatnot. Let now, me ask you. Yeah, please. Did you ever get all the endings for Silent Hill 2? For Silent Hill 2? No, definitely okay. not. Definitely, I, I've never seen the UFO ending. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I definitely didn't beat that game. I've played it a lot. Mm. Beating it was a different beast altogether, yeah. right? Yeah. So, no, 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 no. I got another one on sure. here. My, my last one I'll talk about, my, my fifth probably most played game is honestly Twisted Metal Black. It's good. I fucking good love that. I actually want to talk to you because you're a music hound, yeah. I like to say. Sure. Um, That the opening title, like the title screen, mm-hmm. I think, or like the opening movie, featured the song Paint It Black by okay. the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And that was the first time I'd ever heard that song. Mm. And at that time, I actually wasn't like a big music guy. Like I didn't keep track of bands and stuff. And yeah. I would only listen to what was basically on the radio. And around this age, when I played like Twisted Metal Black, I probably was like 12 at this point. Mm-hmm. I started getting more interested in music. Yeah. And Seeking that, it on your own. Yeah, that was one of the songs that I was just like, I just played it like a hundred times, learned how to sing it. <laughs> you learned I how to sing it. Randall and I want to paint it black. That's great. No colors Oh, anymore. this is a performance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is a, like, I remember all the shit, yeah. I always wondered where that history came from because mm-hmm. like Jess would always tell me like, oh yeah, paint it black is his favorite song. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, I, okay, I think interesting. it still is. <laughs> interesting. Okay. I really think it is, yeah. That's I'm sure cool. it is. I see the girls walk by. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, uh, Twisted Metal Black from the gameplay perspective, it's just like mm-hmm. it was a harder turn for the series mm-hmm. and featured what I really liked was like integration of character stories as you go along mm-hmm. with like whoever you pick like the doll face chick or axel or whoever mm-hmm. they get they have like these cinematics that ended their stories you know when you got to the big boss and yeah. whatnot and they're so cool and so grim they're all like fucking um they're all bad right they're mm-hmm. all like you know they're all evil yeah yeah it, it was like, they, everyone comes to a bad end but it was interesting and creative how they did it, it was like tales from the crypt <laughs> but oh, cool. video game form for the their endings where mm. it was just like how's this motherfucker oh god looks like they had um a doll doll face uh nailed into their eyeballs <laughs> uh, yeah yeah it was good shit it was good shit that was one that i always played like with friends because they had it like my friends always had like the edgier ps2 library of like the gta's and the twisted metals and yeah I, like i would play with them but i never owned any of those myself so no it's a wild no one. no tell me about your fucking games about my fucking game so yeah i was uh i was a nintendo lord in these days couldn't uh, play those on I, playstation i couldn't quit my n64 and then i got no. like into the gamecube quite a bit um but it was around it was the summer of 2003 yeah Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl had just come out. That's when we still like Johnny Depp. And th- this is a summer where I was dating a girl who, she had a PlayStation 2. And she would always talk about these games she was playing. She's like, oh, I'm playing this game with Disney characters and Final Fantasy characters. And I'm like, what? That sounds weird and crazy. She's like, no, you gotta, you gotta see it. And so I went over to her house one day and she was playing it. And she was going hard on it. I was like, this actually looks like right up my jam. And like at that point... Hadn't really played a Final Fantasy game in full either, so it's like that was still new to me. Like I knew Cloud with the hair and the sword, um, but yeah, like I hadn't had my hands on a proper one. So there was a week where she went on vacation. She was like, "Hey, you can borrow my um, my PlayStation if you want." 
And I was like, oh, sick. So I ended up borrowing it, borrowing her game as well and going hard on it and just loving it. And then that following Hanukkah, I was like, I got to have a PlayStation 2. So this is probably like 2003 going on 2004. I got it pretty late stage. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody else had their miles about them with it. So yeah, uh, that was kind of where, where I got it. And Kingdom Hearts was officially like my first PlayStation 2 game. And like what a fucking game to, to start the legacy of that, that console with. Because that was back in the day where like Kingdom Hearts was definitively PlayStation, you know. There was no weird cross-pollination. No Kingdom Hearts Sony games on, you know, Nintendo consoles or microsoft now with kingdom hearts 3 like that was an exclusive that's why you bought a playstation you know that's why people were excited for ps3 um and it was such a great game like some of the most sound combat weird wacky situations and very very anime you know dialogue but like it was it was great that kingdom hearts 1 had the simple story right and i think it resonates the most because it's a story we can all understand when they moved beyond it and they're like, how do we expand this world in a very, very mind bending way? That's when it lost me. Yeah. I I despise it now. Yeah. I, I I really enjoy the first game and that's, that's kind of the breaking point. Like I know you, you really vouch for part two and a lot of people do because I think it has a better game in terms of combat mechanics. Sure. But it also introduced all the elements that I don't, the organization like about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like the, the, the black robe stories basically. (laughs) Just like, I don't really give a shit about all of this, but apparently the creators really, Really, really do they're super about it yeah and i had played um the one in between fuck what was it chain of memories mm. on the ds and like that game was okay but like they introduced like characters like nominee and the organization and all this other that was, shit. A, that was a gba game wasn't it uh i had it for the ds but like it, did they come out with a ds version or were you just playing the gba on your ds yeah because you could do that fuck yeah it might have been that yeah, honestly yeah, it's yeah. been so long i don't remember so don't quote me on it we don't have a year wrong but we yeah we can like, get you into hypno therapy and we can figure this out we can figure it out yeah oh, dude. Geez, that's a dark dark do you, time do you want to call back no. all of your gaming memories some of them are good i, I don't think there's any i'm repressing because i love video games i got some bad gaming memories man yeah. shadow man for the 64 oh god let's <laughs> <laughs> go back to the discomfort of playing that game <laughs> Another one on there is Final Fantasy X. I think I was riding the high of Kingdom Hearts and like seeing Titus on the beach with Waka. I was like, who are these? Titus, huh? I was like, who are these fucking nerds? Not Titus, like, Titus, huh? Yeah. Really? That's real? That's what they call him. I always called him Titus in That's my a mind. Because you know how it's like, oh, I'm going to say something in my head and even though it's wrong, I'm going to keep with it. Mm-hmm. Like apparently GIF, you know? I think that's how you say it, because that's how you say it. But creators... That is, that is how you say they it. They say Jif. Yeah, fuck that shit. So Titus... Jif is peanut butter. I wanted to know more about his story. Same girlfriend at the time was like, hey, you gotta play this game. And I was like, fuck yeah, okay. Never played an RPG before. That was my first RPG. And the turn-based combat... Can, like, can I, wait, real quick, I'm sorry, I don't mean to pause you, but like, yeah. can I ask you a question? Sure. Um, how to go with this girl? Because she seemed pretty cool. <laughs> she was really cool. I mean, really cool. it was it was freshman year, so you know how things go. Yeah, yeah. Relationships didn't, in high school get tenuous. Didn't work out? Nah. Was it you or her that kind of... It it's always me. Kind of ended that way. It's yeah, you, I'm, huh? It's always me. I'm, I'm, oh, God, I'm the worst. Do you have like a... like? I don't think you have a fear of commitment. Is it something different than that? No, it was for sure that. Really? A fear yeah, of yeah. commitment? Yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. Because there's plenty of good girl that I could have like been with long for now. But there's so many like, good girl. So many good girl. A lot of good girl. Best dude. girl everywhere. And I'm just like, yeah. no no i'm dumb i'm dumb gamer boy oh, she's out there for you dude so but she got me hooked on this final fantasy 10 jam and it was fascinating to me like the cutscenes were like blowing my mind it was, it was a super impressive game graphically that was one of the ones that you were just like yo ps2 fucking kicks yeah. right that was a game that you'd show off i think that was probably still when square enix was square soft maybe it was like that i think that it was on the cusp point it was yeah. on the cusp i don't know when it happened yeah. right like yeah. it just happened, it happened one day. overnight it's yeah, like a leap yeah. where you're like oh like, 
it's three. It definitely happened before the internet was like a super proliferated thing. Yeah. So otherwise, it would be like headlines, like yes. Squaresoft and Square, whatever the fuck Enix exactly merges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that opening cutscene in Xanarkin with Orin and all the shit that happened with Sin, I was like, this is a huge experience, and I'm on for a wild ride. And I was, and it was it was a game that I probably like sunk like eighty hours into, like getting all the aeons and fucking doing all the beast hunts and just like living in that world because it was so cool. Like I think it's. People shit on it. Shit on the ha 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 laugh scene, whatever. Ha 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 to you guys. Yeah, it scene sucks. Final Fantasy X has one of the best Final Fantasy stories bar none. That shit is excellent. It Mm. tells such a good story, so personal, makes you hurt all the way through. And I love it. I fucking love it. Yeah, hey. Hey, I get it. I get it, dude. But another game I also love on there, Ico. Probably one that I'm saying wrong. Maybe Ico. Ico. I said how I say it. You do what you need yeah, to. Exactly. But that that's one that was like a... It was kind of my bridging of the, the Zelda world into PlayStation where it's like, oh, like a kind of like platformy exploration type game where there are puzzles and you use your fucking left brain. And I'm like, okay, sick. Yeah. And this was one that I played on a... I went on a trip to New Orleans with uh, my eighth grade best friend at the time who is a dick. Wow. I ended up stealing his copy of Ego years later. Nice, yeah. dude. Nice. But anyway but we went on a trip to new orleans and we had like an rv situation there was like a top bunk where we had a mini tv and he brought his playstation 2 and he had gotten eco for some reason and i saw him playing and i was like i gotta get on this i, I probably sunk like five hours into like the first half of the game huh. and i never finished it i got to a point in the game there was a puzzle that was too hard i come to find out years later like in freshman year of high school maybe a year or so after that not that hard i was just dumb just had a dumb kid brain couldn't figure it out and when I finally got through that game, I was so shocked. I was like, holy shit, there's something beyond the hammy and kind of, you know, video gameness of like, you know, Kingdom Hearts or games that I played growing up. I was like, this could be art. And that was like the first like awakening into like video games as art. And it was such a special experience and one that I played many, many times, you know, and why why I grew to love like Project Ico and all those. There, all those there are a bunch of like very artistically driven games yep. uh, on the PlayStation 2, especially. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was Okami. A, yep. Okami is great. Is art. One that I've probably bought three times but have never finished, but I'll play it every time because it's so good. It's like I always say, you can never you can never buy enough Okami. That's true. I do say that a lot. So do you want it for your birthday? Yeah. Okay. Where do you want it? You want it on the Switch? I want it. I'll buy it on the Switch. I w- no, I want trophies. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. There you go. Uh, next one on here is God of War 2. I fluctuated between God of War 1 uh, because it has that obvious uh, awesome hot tub scene where he's fucking two big-breasted Greek chicks. Oh. And God of War 2. And I said to myself, well, God of War 2 is just the better game. There's nudity in these games? There's nudity in these games, yes. But, like, the PS2 couldn't do round shapes. Were they kind of octagonal? This is why I have a fetish for polygonal nipples. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Sony Santa Monica. I <laughs> appreciate it. Is, is this why you don't commit to, like, a single girl for too long? You're just like, mm. Not polygonal enough. These, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Video games broke me. <laughs> but God of War 2 was uh, kind of, I think, the point of Kratos's initial Greek tragedy story of his that felt great without overstaying its welcome. God of War 3 is like a soap opera just of nonsense. That game is overwrought with just revenge well, hang on a second hmm. baby you may be 32d but you ain't 32 bit 
good. <laughs> yeah, there we I've go. raised my empty PlayStation glass to <laughs> I, you. I got no beer left either. Um, but God of War 2 is awesome. I think they upped the ante in terms of uh, combat, and the platform was cool, and the set pieces were bigger. And I really enjoyed the boss fights in that game a lot. It's, it's, it's fucking stellar. Um, unfortunately, God of War 3 didn't kind of hit the same notes for me, because it was, like I said, overdone. But God of War 2018 brought that series back for me, and I fucking love it. Last one on here. This is point one for me. Katamari Damacy. Oh. Katamari Damacy. Namco Bandai Classic. I thought you liked We Love Katamari more. I do. Then why don't you put We Love Katamari on there? Well, here we go. We Love Katamari. Oh, shit. We <laughs> Love Katamari? Yeah. Nice, dude. It had multiplayer, dude. Did it really? It did. No, yeah, I remember that being yeah. a thing. The first, Damacy didn't have multiplayer? Nope. Wow. We Love Katamari did. We Love Katamari had a suite of modes yeah. where you can do different things with your Katamari. So, like, the, the conceited ga- game one is, like, you got to please your dad. You got to make the biggest, fastest Katamari to impress him from outer space. Mm. And Katamari 2 is like, well, what if we did it different? What if we gave you warm Katamaris? What if we let you roll up fire to make it the hottest it could be? Or the brightest Katamari in summer. You could blow oh, okay. up. You could roll up fireflies. Yeah, I really like that, actually. The Snowball yeah. Katamari level. So it had so many cool things that, like, what's the one that you like for PS4? Uh, beautiful. Forever. The one for 360, Beautiful Katamari. Yeah. I really like that game. But, like, Katamari Forever, that one had that same evolution of, like, we're not just doing the biggest Katamaris, we're doing more interesting things that you can yeah. do. Like, the one where you have to roll up water to basically, like, bring a desert to life is so cool. And that's why, like, we love Katamari just a little more. Yeah, you can roll up a Katamari, make it fat as hell, and impress the honeys with it. You can make it fast. But you could also roll up, you know, all these other things. And the the story of one is way better. Trust me. Like, the the the, t- the, the family with the children, where it's like... They're just kind of trying to get out of there because, like, the, it's an apocalyptic event for them. But hearing them interplay is cool. The conceit of two is the people in Japan love being rolled up by Katamari so much they requested a sequel. Really? That is the the premise of We Love Katamari. It never seems too. like they like it because they're always oh, like, they love when it. I roll up a person, they're yeah. always like wiggling their arms. They're like screaming, crazy. but they love it. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's exciting. It's, it's like exciting. Going on a ride mm-hmm. where they become uh, very Akira-like, mm-hmm. uh, one blob entity. Interesting. Exactly. It's very, very interesting. It's very auxiliary for them. They love All it. those games. I want a new one. Give me a new one, Daniel. I want to get the ones that they actually ported to the Switch, which was uh, one in We Love Katamari. Wait, it was both of them? I thought it was just the first game, Damasi. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, you might yeah, be right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Nobody likes uh, We Love Katamari as much as you do. That's true. <laughs> this catch has stepped all over my laptop. You don't need it. Clementine, uh, what the fuck? I'll do a quick respective shout out before we move on to the next topic here. Yeah, but uh, Guitar yeah. Hero was a huge one for me at the end of the PlayStation's life cycle. Part two or one? Uh, I love part one. Part two brought it to the next level for me. Hammer-ons and hammer-offs. Hammer-ons. Right? And it had an Every Time I Die song that was so hot. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think yeah. that Guitar Hero 3 might be the best of, of them. And yeah. that's the one that i played on uh, playstation 2 as well yeah had paint it black you know it had my name is jonas it had some of the coolest controller mechanics do you know how exciting that was for me it was fun that happened when i found out like when i saw the set list i would always watch for the set list when a new game would come out oh like oh what did they announce what did they announce oh my god what is this like guitar is one of those games where it's like i i kind of had fun with music games growing up but it was one where it's like even if it was a rock song or a type of like genre that i didn't care for they still made it enjoyable Mm -hmm. like there are tons of uh, songs and bands on there that i like previously dismissed that i was kind of into after that you know yeah like megadeth yeah like megadeth Mm -hmm. yeah the the hangar 18 right god that's a damn good game Right, and you wouldn't think that, like, hey, I'm okay with listening to Freebird as much as I am. I didn't give a uh, shit. Because it was just like, I I like the challenge. I needed to get that fucking five star. I needed to yeah. impress those audiences. It was real. As, uh, what was it, Johnny, what was his name? 
Uh, oh, fuck. Johnny yeah, yeah. Napalm. Yeah, Johnny Napalm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love Johnny. That was my favorite one to play as. God, what a good series, dude. So there's, so many, there's so many PS2 games that were, like, integral to me and stuff mm-hmm. that I wouldn't, like, maybe other people wouldn't call out. Yeah. Like, there the, there are some 3D Castlevania games that are dope as fuck. Uh-huh. Uh, Castlevania Lament of Innocence had Ooh. some RPG light um, combat. And uh, honestly... Had some shit that was very reminiscent of Dark Souls in that title. It was mm. very, very cool. Very cool game. I would play shit like Chaos Legion by Capcom, where you command an army uh. of fucking beasties that would attack for you, but it was still a hack and slash. Mm. Fucking Drakengard, which was a part... Or Drakengard, which was a part of the Nier universe. Mm. Played that shit. You, you're fucking riding a dragon, burning people. So many great memories. <laughs> Need for Speed Underground. Oh, one and two, doggy dog. I'm just going to name shit out. SSX... People love tricky. tricky. My favorite was part three. Yeah. Part three had an open. It was an open world sports game. My God, my dude! You try to do that now. It's silly. Back then, it was hot. Exactly, dude. Burnout. Every burnout oh on the PS2. God. Fucking burnout three takedown. Legendary god goddamn game, dude. So many good ones. I was a fan of the Jack trilogy. I Jack played, trilogy, uh, fucking great. One and two, so good. Fucking yeah. Just Naughty Dog jumping into like that kind of like more mature era for them outside of uh, Crash Bandicoot, and that was kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. So, a lot of great games, dude. Fuck. Endless supply. And this is where I first played Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty mm. Warriors 4 was my shit, dude. You know what I would do as a kid? Mm. I would fucking be playing that. And this is where this habit came from that has persisted until today. Sure. Listening to music with games. Okay. And so yeah, I, I, I didn't have like a lot of CDs or anything. So I would turn on Zeta. Do you remember Zeta in South Florida? Zeta. Zeta. Yeah, dude. Playing fucking Nirvana and Third Eye Blind. Do you remember the Five (laughs) of Five? Uh, It was like a weekly show they would do where they would pick the five best alternative songs and rank them. No, I don't remember that oh, show at so all, good. dude. The Five and Five was hot. It I was remember a, it was a lot of Tool. I listened to a lot stained. of. Oh yeah, dude. I listened to a lot of uh, Paul and Young Ron oh, in yeah. the morning for sure. Yeah, that that was my shit for a while. Love man. Line with Doctor Drew. Yeah, <laughs> Love Adam Line Carolla. with Doctor Drew. So I'd listen to that <laughs> yep. playing Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I used to listen to Paul and Young Ron while fucking it's like, so funny. yeah, and people do that to, to this very day. Like, like you listen, both of us listen to podcasts yep. and we're, as we're gaming more mindless games, mm-hmm. whether it's like a Call of Duty or a Dynasty Warriors or something Or an like open that. world game or whatever. Yeah, those habits were born in the PS2 era. We fucking salute you, PS2. Beautiful machine. I mean, I would, I would say maybe for me it was more N64 because I blasted a lot of Offspring while I played Zelda. Walla but... Walla. Walla Walla, man. Why don't you get a job? Americana was the the fucking album for me back then. The kids are all right. Yeah, (laughs) they're they're all right. Man, what a great time. Uh, Let's move on to the next topic here. Sure. We, We played a demo this week. The Final Fantasy VII Remake demo. My God. That Square Enix was just like, here, have it. We can't hold it anymore. It's too heavy for our hands. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Yo, let me, let me just like, let's not even, let's not even bury the lead here, mm. right? This fucking game owns. It owns bones. This game fucks. I thought I was excited for The Last of Us Part Two. I don't even know. This might be my most anticipated. You know, the way that I think Ooh, about this game? It's hot. It's the same that I felt about when I first got my hands on Resident Evil 2, the remake, which oh. is, this is exactly how I wanted this game to feel. That was my thought when yeah. I played Part 7. I was like, this is exactly what I wanted from this. Oh my god. I think of like, when we sat down with Final Fantasy Fifteen, which is great. I love that game. One of the best Final Fantasy One games. of the best ever. But there Can't was something about the gameplay that I wanted to just be just a little above what it was in terms of like the combat system i love it Mm -hmm. i love the action rpg uh elements to it the strikes the warp strikes and like how like in the moment it felt but like this takes it to that next level of like 
free roam, active combat while still managing systems. The and it's tactical so, mode. It's so smart. It's so good because yeah. it, it very much reminds me of playing Mass Effect 2 yeah. back in the day where you could slow down time to give your teammates orders. Mm-hmm. And I love doing it. Like, you know, I'm, I'm there playing as Cloud and mm-hmm. I got Barrett in a party with me. We're blasting at some robots. Yep. We're raiding, uh, what's that place? What's that place The called? Mako Reactor. The Mako Reactor. You're getting it under Smoke. fucking Shinra's fucking feet. You're trying to fucking cause mayhem. It smells like Mako up in this bitch oh, right no it's not mako according to barrett it's what? mako mako i fucking hate the way he says it yeah i really mako. Think so. but actually i really like how they do the character interactions and dialogue mm-hmm. in this right like you're in the middle of battles and they're having pit for pat that's actually pretty funny and pretty well written it's charming there's so much variety to like the interactions too hearing like cloud and barrett go off and do their own thing and like kind of build that relationship and then hear like barrett do like the fanfare like battle music theme <laughs> yeah that like, was great so good great. or even like just hearing like the budding of like a more full relationship between like cloud and jesse it's just like there's so much good dialogue and back and forth and variation to everything they do it's so good in the combat itself like i, I remember making this comment to you where mm-hmm. your main attack button uh, let's say you're playing as Cloud, mm-hmm. is square. Yeah. But you switch up between doing just like tapping it to attack mm-hmm. and holding it. Yep. And you can switch that up here and there. And I remember being kind of amazed. Of, it's like, there's a lot of stuff going on on one button and it feels good. It's because they map it with X as well because you get a command window that lets you do like more attacks. Yeah. And it feels really smooth. Like the way like the, the UI for the button mapping is laid out on the screen and the way it feels in your hand, it, like it meshes so well. Yeah. And yeah, you can do that where you're like, you're tapping it or holding it, but then you also alternate between two different types of attack modes. Like, I think heavier attacks that I think they leave you open and vulnerable, but they charge your ATB faster. Mm -hmm. And then like lighter ones where you can do like more successive hits. And like the variation feels like, like it's been done before, but it just feels so good for a Final Fantasy game to implement it. There's also (laughs) a weightiness to the characters in comparison to how they felt as uh, playing as Noctis in part 15. And your attacks have like, you know, uh, attack windows and timeage and all that. And so you got to be like a little more careful, but it's still in your hands action. Yeah. But you can also switch over to being a little more tactical about the situation where it's like, mm-hmm. hey, as Cloud, I cannot reach this fucking turret enemy yeah. that's up there. But Barrett can do that. And... I can tell him to attack or throw lightning or whatever at and whatever it. rotation of, of attacks you want. Or I can flip to Barrett. playing as Barrett with the D-pad, which feels seamless. The D-pad mapping is so good. Like, I love that D. Let me tell you how much I love oh, that Oh, that D's so good, that D's dude. so good. That Nomura, so good. you're giving me the best D here. Oh, my God. But, like, flipping back and forth between them, you're right. Like, in a normal, like turn-based final fantasy it's like okay cool like i'm playing a Titus on the ground slashing at a dude there's a fucking vulture up there well i have a major distance attacker that can do it but i gotta wait to do it you don't have to fucking wait anymore like it's so in the moment and yeah. so great i i'm actually kind of interested because the demo um it's it's like the beginning part you raid the mako reactor mm-hmm. and you have that one boss yep. fight with the big what, what the spider the scorpion mach- the scorpion machine which is i knew that's like where the demo was going to end because it felt right. like such a good stopping point so it, they don't give the opportunity for like a three-person party like yeah. the main game has and i'm kind of interested like how is that going to feel that bounce mm-hmm. is it going to be like much or I, honestly i think it's going to be 
feel pretty fucking good. I mean, you have the three-party system that you can play with, but then there are also, like, guest people that shoot in there, too. So it's like, I wonder how that's going to feel as well. Yeah, uh, Red Thirteen is a guest character. Mm-hmm. You can't play as him in this first part of Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. The uh, Square Enix confirmed. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, God. So it, it means the main game's probably going to end when, like... Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but you know what I'm talking about. It's going to end at pretty much right around where you meet Red 13, I think. Probably after that. Like, that's pro- like when you're getting outside of Midgar yeah. and into the open world. Because he's yeah. like one of the last characters that you recruit before you go. Yeah, so I think the game's going to end right around there. It'll be interesting to see how they serialize it, because like they did announce that it would be episodic. Uh, we don't mm-hmm. know how many. I think two would be sweet. If they could manage like that second half in of the parts, game yeah. in a good second part, make it bigger, like tell a, like a more open worldy story obviously build because like we had the conversation how do you progress to a game like years later and how do you either keep the gameplay the same or change it in a way that like feels modern and it's like honestly they refine the gameplay here don't change that keep that ideology with the next one but but are people gonna feel kind of tired of it by the time we get to like the third part where it's like yeah they did such a good job remodeling the gameplay but they just kept it exactly the same over I three mean, iterations they can give it a little more finesse i say like make it contextual within the world like if you're out in the open world make it like expand it a little bit well, give it a little more variety that's my question like to you are they treating it as if this is just going to have two more parts and mm-hmm. it's all going to be very consistent with itself or do you think that they're actually going to like ooh, based off of feedback from mm-hmm. the first part change certain mechanics I mean, they might. That's kind of the era we're in right now, right? This game is episodic. It's not like a live service game, but there's so much time in between that they could listen to fan feedback and be like, shit, maybe we should do like what they're asking or like suggesting yeah. we do for this next one. Honestly, like I, I would respect it more if they just kept to their vision and made like the game that they wanted to make. Because like, this demo is such hot proof of concept for like what could be a 40-hour experience that I'm going to love and beat the shit out of. Yeah, it, <laughs> if it ain't broke. like That's the way that I'm leaning toward. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to like, you know, hey, we listened to maybe like something in the materia system doesn't work yeah. out the way it should. They like pivot around that. Mm-hmm. But I think they have a really rock solid foundation for the vision of this entire game i wasn't mad about anything i played honestly like i told myself i I was blown away too like it 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 showed up on my my twitter timeline and i was like i can wait for the game to actually come out and then i was like no fuck it i want to play this i want to know and like honestly it is such a faithful recreation of the opening hours of that game like even the way they handle the camera pans where it's like you're panning down on, on Aerith and then it shoots back and forth between the train and then you're going closer and then it's back to like what's going on with Cloud. It's it's so artful and like it feels like such an evolution of like an iconic game. Yes, they had they oh my God. they finally accomplished the seamless transitions between cutscene and yeah. gameplay. Yeah. That like the original PS1 game tried. Exactly. Like it feels like the the analog is like for me like God of War twenty eighteen where it's like yeah. I mean, maybe it's partly, too, because, like, the one camera that they use, that's the continuous, like, shot you see. But mm-hmm. to go from, like, a cutscene to be like, now I'm playing as Cloud, or now I'm playing as Barrett, it's it's so it's so well done. I can only I can only hope that, like, the more it unfurls, like, the better it gets. Like, I, I don't think the best hours in that game are in the first hour by, by a long shot. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. I really hope <laughs> not. I, I hope it, it grows and grows. Yeah. I know there's going to be, uh, it's sprinkled with side quests that weren't, originally mm-hmm. in the game um the yeah, he, combat itself is so good i 
I'm like that. Give me as many side quests mm-hmm. as possible. I just want to grind out with these characters yeah. and, and keep on using this combat. I mean, you're you're a fucking Muso fiend. So like, give you a game with like solid gameplay loops and combat, and you'll play it forever. Let, let's get to the heart of it. Let's yeah. get to the root cause. Give me good hack and slash gameplay. Mm-hmm. I will want to continue sure. hacking and slashing. Yeah. Right. And it was great. It felt fucking great in that game. I'm excited for it. It's it's surprisingly deep too. Like for. I mean, Final Fantasy has deep systems throughout its its titles, but, like, this feels deep for, like, an action RPG. Like, once you get the materia in there and the summons, like, this game is going to be so cool to play. Oh, fuck yeah, fuck dude. Yeah, fuck dude. yeah, dude. All right, we've got to rush along here, man. We do, I guess so. I think looking at this, we should really get into this conversation about we decided that, you know, 2020, new mm-hmm. year, we need to pad out our plats, sure. man. We new need year, to pad out plats. our plats. New year, new plats. So new platinums, new new PlayStation platinums. I had this fucking beer stein looking over me from my the top of my bookshelf, saying, "Why aren't you doing it? Cheering why aren't you, you plotting games? Cheering you on? You know that's that's the point of that. That's why I bought that. It was only like fifteen bucks. Uh, <laughs> so we both went after some platinums mm-hmm. for right? sure. Did. We went hard on some games, really hard. So yeah. you're 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 going on this like ongoing quest to try to get Uncharted Two yeah. platinum. Yeah, I think it was like we were streaming it, and I told myself at the start of the stream, the first day that I made my stream uh, return. Also, I didn't even fucking mention this, by the way. What was that? I am now a Twitch affiliate, which I have not mentioned. Oh shit, I forgot. So, yeah, so oh shout God. out to like it happened. I think like on my last Uncharted stream, my Uncharted Four stream, where wow. I was like, holy shit, I finally did it. I got the invitation. Wow, so shout out to you guys for watching my zany streams and, and supporting my my shit because it's all I ever wanted. I don't want to be partner. Like I just affiliates all I've wanted fuck a year. So nah, dude, you guys made that shit. We're happen. gonna drill away until you get partner. So you're gonna pl- be as big as Pokemane. Oh fuck yeah! I can do yeah. I can do shows with you finally. Yeah, finally, finally. I mean, maybe. We'll see. If I'm, we'll if talk I'm, about the contract. Worthy. We'll talk about the contract. Please, Kevin, son. Yeah, no. But Uncharted Two was one of those games where it's like I never thought I platinum it, but then as I was playing it, the, tr- the trophies kept popping. Like I couldn't stop popping them. And then by the end of it, I was like, I have like fifty percent. Why don't I keep trying? And a lot of it is just like, you know, kill X amount of people with X amount of guns, and you know, get all the treasures and do all that shit, which seemed tedious. But like, it's not too bad. Like. It's it's kind of nice to just kind of take a leisurely stroll back through it a second time and like try and clean up and the trophies won't stop coming, man. And I told myself coming, I was like, dude. I should just platinum it. But they just when it drip feeds toward the end, yeah. it just feels like building a tolerance against them. Where it's mm-hmm. just like, oh man, you remember the early days getting a trophy a minute? Now, oh yeah, oh I gotta I gotta put in so much effort to get these <laughs> last trophies, man. It like, stops my heart. There's so many coming. It's funny you should you mentioned the comment um, that you never thought you would platinum that game mm-hmm. and. And you love that series. Sure. I had a similar feeling about Resident Evil. Mm -hmm. More specifically, more specifically, the remake of the original game. Mm. They did an HD remaster, came out in 2015. And I remember looking at that list and just being super intimidated by it. Mm -hmm. Because there was shit like, okay, here's the obvious ones, right? You have to beat the game when enemies are invisible. You have to beat the game where it's basically on hard mode Mm -hmm. but none of the item boxes are tethered anymore so you have to actually go run back that was like an interesting like hardcore mode conceit that i was like holy shit dude yeah you got to do all this shit you got to beat the game with a knife only and i I, I looked at all this shit and i was just like i don't want to do this I don't want to do anything. Like way back in the day, like I asked you after Resident Evil Seven, I was like, "Would you ever go back and platinum a uh, Resident Evil remake?" And you're like, "No, not really. Like it's just no, too tedious. I don't want to do really. it." Not really. And I don't know what it was. Did you just like wake up one morning and you're like, "I could do it"? You know, you know. As I get older, <laughs> I, 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 
I basically respect the hard earn more and more. I respect yep. challenging oh, yourself, yeah. right? Uh, and I don't think I was always this way, but I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is growth and challenge. Sure. And what I... You know, you look at something and say it's impossible, it's true. Mm-hmm. But the moment you look at something and say, how can I accomplish this? Oh, that's that's a mighty journey. You become untamable. You become untamable. Yeah. But it's a mighty journey. And I looked at that game and I said to myself, <laughs> what are the steps that I need to take to achieve this? By the point you, you came to this replay, right? How many trophies did you already have? Like probably 50%? Yeah, I think I was at like 50, maybe even like 60%. Okay, and you're like shit i could do the rest of this and all the ones that were left over were the hard ones oh yeah beat the game without saving yep that was a real bad boy what beat the game in under three hours beat the game under three hours and i did them all you did i'm proud of you got that fucking platinum that's like it's it's a real proud platinum for me man would you say it's probably one of your proudest platinums on your ps4 probably i I think it's just important i think it's important Mm -hmm. that i was playing this fucking 20 year old game or a game that came out in 2002 Mm -hmm. in the year 2020 and it was my 20th platinum okay that's important that's a legacy trophy it's a legacy so it needed to be resident evil you know Mm -hmm. i respect it that was actually a journey that i i had fun accompanying you on watching your sunday streams and like being in the room with you and like helping you like i streamed a lot of it yeah you really did yeah actually that's the first time i streamed me earning a platinum on oh. Twitch, yeah, that's the first time. I think my first one was Bloodborne. Really, you, yeah. did, you did the platinum on Bloodborne. Yeah, I think I did that because back in the day, I only had like Vargi as like a yeah. consistent viewer, and I think he watched it happen. <laughs> oh, but he probably it was all blurred out for him because you were streaming through the PS4. For some reason, it blurs mm-hmm. even when you earn trophies. Yeah, it's but I can say stupid. I got it. You got, got it, it, dude. <laughs> Nobody can take that away from you. That's Nobody. a fucking. That's a sexy twentieth trophy in twenty twenty. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying, man. I'm saying. Would you do the rest of them, like five and six? Uh, so I already, uh, with part five, I got, um, every achievement cause I originally had that in the 360 part six. Yeah. I got the platinum on PS3, but that didn't carry over to the PS4 version. Uh, so it would be redoing those platinums. Okay. And you know what? You know what? Sometimes I look at those games. I have all those games and I say, why not again? Yeah. Why not again? Maybe five makes you do some bitch work of like getting S ranks and all this other oh, stuff. Like that, that one gets a little fuck tough. That shit, dude. I don't think six is like that, but also yeah. I might be wrong. Um, six has the same like oh, gotta get the fucking tokens mm. that are hidden in the environment. There's a lot. Gotta gotta beat the game of professional, and it's the same mythology too, mm-hmm. which is beat the campaign like one or two times mm-hmm. to get enough skill points to unlock unlimited ammo weapons to beat it on a harder and so run through the game with a fucking magnum <laughs> basically to get past the enemy so you're not pulling your hair out yeah it's a, there's definitely effort right yeah. it's it's an onion you got to pull back those layers until you get to the end i think it, it's just time consuming mm-hmm. that that's about it right but it's not it's not unworth doing it i mean for a game that you love like it's, it's worth your time i think resident evil as well like it's one of those games where it's like when you repeat it and play it again and again, the sessions get shorter because you internalize so much of it. And you're like, oh, dude, I, you know that game. Like I was a wizard. Yeah, I was a wizard on stream, you... dude. I could. I, I didn't even need to really focus on the game. I was just talking to the chat and everyone's just like, he hasn't stopped moving at all. Like he's playing as Chris Redfield and he's gone through the entire mansion without pause. <laughs> you built the Spencer mansion. Like I, I know exactly the steps that are like the quickest to get mm-hmm. through the game. We had to dare you to save because you wouldn't you're just like did i save fuck it i, I was like fuck it save. i was like i don't give a shit about saving right that no <laughs> save run though i fucked up like i streamed it uh, i got through all the way to the labs at the end of the game and i died i died uh, where like it's where you gotta get a, like a fucking canister to fuel an elevator mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so that you can escape the yeah. game. Uh, or that takes you to the tyrant fight, the first tyrant mm-hmm. fight, which was just goofy doing with a knife only, by the way. That was actually like goofy one of my fun. funniest things to watch you yeah. do. You had saved a clip of it and you're just like running around him, slashing him. He hits you. You run around him, slash him. It's so <laughs> it silly. great. Uh, but it was stupid because I have done that part like probably like six times in a row at that point mm. and uh a zombie got me a zombie grabbed me and then the canister just exploded oh that's bullshit <laughs> you know what's i i like talking about like the urn for platinums on our show because mm. i think like um especially in other circles like they don't they don't care like a game journalist doesn't have enough time to fucking like hunker down with a single game unless they're doing it in their spare time mm-hmm. to go after a platinum and shit right or like some of the platinum chasers i see no disrespect to greg miller but they chase easy ones easy just ones, to right? pad, the, pad their list although like, respect for him getting division two platinum jesus yeah, christ that's a hard earn. that's a hard earn right there right still, and fallout 4 yeah he still doesn't have borderlands 3 we gotta still, beat there oh He's shit working dude, on it. shit dude but like but the interesting thing is like i you end up seeing things that you wouldn't otherwise mm-hmm. see in a game because i know people are like oh they're just artificial like you know yeah. accomplishments and i'm like yeah yes dude no. of course it's a video game of course everything about this game is artificial right mm-hmm. even even the sense of accomplishment sure. is artificial but it resident evil remake a game that i played on the gamecube in 2002 so Mm. i was 12 years old for the first time in my life and i've played many times i've never pushed myself to see every inch of that game Mm. never pushed myself to do real survival never pushed myself to beat everything on invisible uh enemies mode Mm -hmm. and when i did i saw something i never had before it's like your father or god reached out to you there's a message (laughs) a letter that Shinji Mikami wrote for players that you only access when you beat Invisible Enemy mm-hmm. Mode, which is, you know, one of the harder modes in the game. Yeah. And he basically says that... Said, Dear Kevin. <laughs> Dear Kevin. <laughs> they basically said that we make games for the players that basically go through every inch of them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because we, we think that games are more than just games. They mm-hmm. could mean something more. And I remember just reading this and just fucking... I was, I was drunk as fuck it. on stream. Yeah, we were all in the room with you. It was such an emotional moment. Started to tear up, dude. <laughs> you cried a little I bit. I started to tear up in a yeah. Resident Evil game in, in front of God and in front of Twitch.tv. It, it was for Barry. It was for Rebecca. It was for all those lost. It was for all my years. It was for all my love of that series. Mm-hmm. It, it's for every Jill sandwich that I've eaten, every boulder that I punch, <laughs> for every hunter that I hunted, for every liquor that I licked, every tyrant that I tyrannically conquered. And it was for everyone out there that knows how to mix herbs correctly. Wow. It was beautiful. That's why you're the red herb. It's why I'm the Capcom captain. Round of applause. It was great. I, um, I got a platinum. But not only one platinum, I got two platinums. Two platinums in 2020. Whoa! The first one was kind of like a carryover from like beginning of January, where I, I River City Girls was a game that I was playing hard on. I talked about it across multiple save room plays at this point, and I got to a point where I was like, "Fuck it, I can just platinum this game." And it's it was a it was a grind. It took some time to do. But I ended up getting through it because it's one that I just really wanted to have. Like, I think I'm more in the fact that Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game, never had a platinum. And I was like, I need to get a beat-em-up platinum. And this one was a game that sung to my soul. A game that I that I love doing. Uh, the end stretch was a bit of a grind, having to recruit mm. like all the dudes and all all the the you know cheerleaders and mascots and fucking terminators from the future. Because uh, you have to collect, <laughs> you have to collect all their variants, like for for the the platinum. Because you have to get a hundred percent, and a hundred percent in River City Girls looks like unlocking every skill for all four playable characters, getting every shop item, recruiting every person, doing every side quest, doing everything. And I was able to get like most of the main stuff out of the way through like my first two playthroughs, 
but the end of it, I was like, well, shit, there's still variants of, like, people I haven't collected. And they basically make you collect anywhere from, like, three to eight different versions of the characters that you fight because they come in different color palettes and swaps and all this stuff. So Palette swaps is a video game staple, dude. So that... What do you think Scorpion and uh, Sub-Zero are? Exactly. Just palette swaps. Mm-hmm. Reptile? A little more thought there. A little more thought. <laughs> do you think there's a little more thought no. there? It's a palette swap, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But so I, um, towards the end of it, I was like, all right, whatever. I'm just going to keep grinding and grinding. And I, I had to look up a guide because I couldn't figure out how to get like certain variants to, to spawn. Because I was like, oh, well, it seems like it's pretty random. But like some of them show up in certain spots. It's no shame, dude. There's no no shame. shame. Looking up a guide is a Listen, part of the hunt. I, I won't lie. I cheesed the River City Girls Platinum. Oh, okay. Because whoa, 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 whoa. I still earn this platinum. Do I have to take back that trophy cup? Nope. You don't. I'm going to take it back. You can't take it. I'm going to do. There's a trophy for having to beat the game in co-op. And I tried to do it when Dave was here, but we only got so far. And then I wanted to do it with you, but you're like, eh, I got to be in the mood for it. And I was like, fuck it. One day you I never sat- invited me. I, it was I, never a conversation. A few times I was like, yeah, we should play this together. Nope, yeah. don't remember that. Yeah? I do not remember that. I invite you to things all the time. I remember thinking like, wow, this game's cool. And I'd walk in and be like, oh, the music's pretty cool, dude. Mm. And you're just like, yep. And I was like, no, <laughs> it wasn't just you. Yeah. It was like, no, I need you to play this with me because I need help on this platinum. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what but I, so I, one day I was like, can I just maybe see if I can't turn on another controller, have another character on screen with me and see if I can't just beat the last boss and get it to pop. And it was just a test. Look at you. Craft cheese over here. But it worked. Sure. It worked. I popped that co-op trophy. <laughs> Winning's winning, right? Winning is winning. Winning's man. winning no matter you get there, huh? That's what the Greg Millers no, would say. No matter if you took a crowbar to fucking Tanya Harding's knees. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> is that what you think? That's why I think But I'm out did. there fucking taking a crowbar to everybody in Arc System's I'm talk- knees. I'm, I'm, I'm over here talking about the hard earn and this dude's doing the, the, the easy cheesy. <laughs> Listen, I just told you how I recruited dudes over like 20 hours. Yeah, it's hard to find good dudes. It's hard to find good dudes. They're yeah. all over that city. For sure, for sure. And this one I would have done honestly, but I couldn't get my bro to do it with me. So... That was, that, <laughs> oh, it's on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't know that your platinum hinged on my participation. Some of them do. Remember? Circle mm-hmm. of Slaughter, Borderlands yeah. 3. I couldn't have done that without you. I'm sure. I had to get in there. That was Bro, fine. That you helped me with that one yeah. a lot. Should we get that DLC? Probably. Yeah, but the fuck? Oh, you know what? I hear Gage is in it. Yeah. Oh, Gage is... Or, yeah, the Mechromancer, yeah. right? God damn it. Well, it's fifty fucking dollars for all this deal. Randy, what the fuck? Yeah, Randy, Randy, come on. What's going on, dude? He's trying to pay off all the lawsuits. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ! But so that was um, my first platinum in twenty twenty. It was my nineteenth platinum, and I was like, "What should number twenty be?" I was like, "It could be Uncharted too. Maybe I could be Uncharted on that." But I was like, "I want a hard earned. I want I want one I'd be proud of." And I was Death Stranding. I was was watching you with Resident Evil, and I was inspired, awe inspired. What do you and, mean? I, and I looked back at my, my shelf and I was like, there's that one, the one, the platinum that got away. And I was like, let me pop an overwatch, you know, for all of my petty gripes and you know, how, how the seasons have changed and roll queue is making me want to pull my hair out. I was like, I just need one trophy. I just need that McCree trophy. And, McCree. and I just sat down. Which and, tro- for the audience, which huh. trophy is that specifically? So you have to get certain character trophies. You get like one for each character special and then like a secondary trophy for each one. And I had gotten every trophy for every other main hero in the game and every other bullshit side trophy you needed to get. Like win X amount of games, hit level 100. Da, 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 da. But I was missing McCree's dead eye where you have to kill four people with his dead eye. His high noon. Okay. It's high it noon. Sound, it doesn't sound that challenging. Honestly, a lot of players had that one. I had some of the harder trophies. Like, I earned some of the... Like, the Zenyatta trophy is really hard. Uh, getting a head uh, headshot while airborne is Widowmaker. Pretty hard. Pretty hard. 
This one, it's like you just had to get four full kills as McCree with the special, and I just for some reason couldn't do it. I will submit that was probably an easier trophy yep. before they added all these tanks. All these characters. tanks, all these bullshit tanks all and these, shields. Like, Orisa was not in the game before. Would have been easier, man, if it was just like, oh, here's Tracer, here's a Mercy, here's a, I mean, an, an enemy McCree, maybe. maybe some other fucking idiot, and yeah. then boom, all four dead in a row. But you, it, you missed out on that window. I really did because I wasn't good at McCree. I played him and I was like, I suck. Actually, the, most of the the offense characters, the damage doers, I wasn't very good at. Mm-hmm. On this trophy, on this platinum trek, I mastered every character, and the one that was hardest one. for me to get. Was McCree. was McCree. I had to live like a cowboy. I lived in spurred boots for two years to get this trophy. Right, dude? I slept with fucking, uh, what do you call them? Tumbleweeds. You were just like Owen Wilson in Shanghai Noon. Yeah. The I was, same. I was method acting. Imagine fucking, if wow. Christian Bale ever made a cowboy movie, that would have been me. Uh, was he in 310 to Yuma? Maybe. He's in everything these days. He's in the, in Thor 4. Oh, I'm excited for that one. He's in Thor 4. But so this this platinum required a level of mastery with every character. And the challenge for this one is I'm not good at multiplayer games. And that's another variance where these trophies totally hinged on other players. Circumstances beyond my control. Things I could not simulate because I'm playing in a live match. It's why people uh, have contentious thoughts about multiplayer trophies. Yeah. Can't, you can't control other people. You can't. Mm-hmm. But this was a hard one. I think there was a tipping point. It was the summer of 2018. You can go back to a save room episode from then, like maybe episode 30, whatever. Just don't. And how I was like, I had four trophies left to this platinum truck, and I was like, maybe I can do it. And I got one, and then I got another, and then I couldn't stop. But then I hit the wall on the McCree one, and for two years, two years I couldn't fucking do it, and the other night I sat down in my bed and I said, fucking Daniel, you're going to do this shit, and what did I do, Krevin? What did I fucking do? I platinum Overwatch. Yeah, you platinum Overwatch. I fucking platinum Overwatch. I actually thought you just got it by accident. I didn't think you like sat sat down to like specifically do it, right? No, that's. I guess if you're playing as McCree, it, there's deliberation. Every there. time okay. I sit down, For, forgive me. I'm I'm not trying to question the quality of your platinum. That is, is a, a hard earned. That's a real hard earned. I think it actually might be. That was a long con. Four years. It's actually the longest platinum I've ever attempted exactly. to get. That's a four-year plat, dude. Four-year plat. That's a four-year plat. That's it, longer than some of my relationships. That's actually longer than the majority of my relationships. That's crazy, dude. All with a game. All with a game. One game. It dethroned Dead Space 2 on the PS3 as my best platinum. That's your best plat? That, that was a good one. That's your best platinum. Yeah. Wow. Hard to the core, man. That was a hard one to do. Hard to say no. But I have, I have a trophy that I can't even name other gamers who have this one, you know? Control overwatch oh yeah i can't name anybody else who has that platinum you think cliffy b has this trophy not at all i for sure know that you think greg miller doesn't greg miller doesn't Mm -hmm. do you think um uh ken levine has it no 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 not at all he's too busy making the next bioshock in the clouds you think bobby kotek who owns (laughs) the creators of this game has it he might have bought his way to it he might have like seated in a hidden mechanic where you can buy your way to the platinum. very possible much like near automata for the ps4 that's a good callback (laughs) man you're a bona fide fucking games journalist dude jesus christ i should be in overwatch make me the 31st character you should be the 31st character what would be your special hmm I have to think on it. Throw a stout at your enemies. <laughs> I, I just imbibe a stout and become like super strong. Yeah. I don't like that actually. Like Popeye. Actually, I wouldn't mind being like a like a mech warrior, you know? I think it'd be, it would be cool if you were in some sort of like cryogenic pod. Mm-hmm. Like you can't leave it, but you're like, you're a gamer on the inside and you're controlling like, like laser beams that are shooting out of your weird pod. It'd be wild. Yeah, it would be great, dude. 
I think of like Chon Bon from uh, yeah. Marvel vs. Capcom. What is her name? Tron Bon. Tron Bon. Originally from the Mega Man Legends series, she had her own video game called The Misadventures of Tron Bon, mm-hmm. which is actually a rarity. Hmm. Didn't know that. Capcom Captain. So that's how I would be. I would be a mech warrior. I'd be fucking Shinji yeah. up in the place. What do you? Oh yeah, yeah. And you accidentally caused third impact. Huh? I, th- I caused third impact because I'm jerking off over the thought of Diva <laughs> in her fucking mech suit. <laughs> I fucking hate myself. <laughs> I knew this would come down to this. I knew well, it. Well, I'm super proud of you, thanks, dude. dude. You I'm worked, proud of you, you too. Worked, you worked so long for that, and mm-hmm. god damn it, dude. God take damn it, away it. From me. Yeah, no one can. Yeah. Not Jeff. Not specifically not Jeff. This not is a Jeff. call out to Jeff. You might have changed the face of the game that I love forever, but I don't have to fucking worry about it now. Exactly. I can walk away from Overwatch. Yeah. Bring Overwatch to you, Jeff. Come on. Snap that disc. Get Overwatch. Should I do it? Yeah. Should I do it on live right now, just... dude. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I could officially retire from gaming now. There you go. You're done, dude. So, outside of our Platinum Trek, uh, we've been playing other games. We've been mood gaming pretty hard in this fucking release drought. <laughs> and I feel like every other day it's another game for us. Like, we're just going with the wind. So, we'll, we'll try to make this bit a little quicker, hopefully. Honestly, the game's on. We go where the bit takes us. Okay? He's right okay okay overwatch champion it's me i'm fucking seagull in the house who seagull he's a pro overwatch player is he the one that fired a gun on stream by accident no that he, just, wasn't he him. destroyed a can of g fuel <laughs> was no. that seagull no that wasn't him is it... he the one that paid uh somebody on fiverr to hold up uh anti-semitic messages no not not him is he is he the one that went to the japanese forest of the dead and showed <laughs> the body of a hanging man not that one either and it surely wasn't the one who yelled at gamers for not paying for subs <sighs> which i don't know dude listen I'm, I'm out of influencers all i'm gonna say is the seagull bathwater is coming to a bed bath and beyond near you oh my god yeah, he's that one <laughs> yeah. Gamer Boy Bathwater. Game, Game Boy Bathwater brought to you by the Save Room. So, boys. I've been playing some just weird games here and there. I'll get into That's mine true. real quick That's and true. then we'll get into yours. Um, inspired by your Resident Evil trek, I just decided to get back into RE2. Also, probably the hype of RE3 Remake got me super stoked. And For I was sure like, I just want to replay this game. And it's been a few months since I it's a great game it. still. And there were some trophies I hadn't gotten. Uh, the No Way Out trophy, which is like an extra mode right. where you play as the uh, sheriff in the gas station and yeah. survive a horde of a hundred zombies yeah. and things. A sheriff has never been in the games before. Nope. They give him names. His name is Daniel. His name is Daniel? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Sheriff Daniel Zombies. Daniel, that's your name. Zombie McShoots. <laughs> um, and that was another hard earn where it's like the, I couldn't get it initially. I think I got to, you have to kill all hundred zombies and I killed like 99 and I got killed. It's rough. That's a rough It mode. gets rough because you're in a fucking uh, a quickie stop yep. and you, you have to fight like progressively harder mm-hmm. zombies that like have armor on their body. Yep. There's, zombies don't have armor in the main fucking nope. game. Or the Pale Boys. The Pale Boys. Mm-hmm. They're the worst, Dude. But there's a strategy with it to where some of them are backpacks and you can shoot them and drop their backpacks. And you get items that you can use up and rotate through strategically. Mm-hmm. Same thing with uh, the explosive tanks that zombies carry on their backs. So you you get a strategy and a rhythm and flow with it where it's like, okay, this is how I need to map out my play sessions to make sure I can survive each wave. Because like you get the same shit. It's not random drops. It's very planned each time. So that that took some time. But when I finally got it, I was like, okay, cool. Let me go back to the main game. Let me, let me get back in there because there was a... A Jill trophy that they added for Resident Evil 3. A letter that Jill left behind for... for Which is why I love living in the future. Yeah. Because, like, 
they they wouldn't been able to do that the ps1 right to do this cross-pollination of like oh hey we're (laughs) gonna just like update your memory card for the ps1 so that there's like a reference to the next game coming right no 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 it's so cool no no no, this shit's great actually they released a demo for resident evil 2 the the one-shot demo Mm -hmm. they were just like no now it's a full demo for everyone and they added nemesis uh his like him saying stores in uh, one courtyard section in front of the RPD. Oh, that's and neat. I thought that was so cool. I was like, dude, you should add that to the main fucking game. Yeah. You should. Yeah, why the fuck not? Yeah. Permanent. They made me play half the game again for this one trophy. They could have added it like a soundbite. <laughs> and all you have to do is grab some fucking file that Jill wrote to Robert Kendo, the yep. gun shop owner, right? I mean, it was worth it because honestly, like replaying that game is always a fucking delight. Yeah. It's one of the best games ever made. Our favorite game of fucking 2019. Yep. And like, I just, I love being back in that world and getting sharp for RE3 Remake. So, so God damn. So good. Which RE3 Remake, much more action-y, mm-hmm. much more open. Apparently, there's even fast travel in the game. I saw that. Because Raccoon City's so large. You can dodge roll. What? All the time. Actually, the dodge is like this slow motion counter thing. Yeah. That's so fucking dope. I'm, oh, I'm super into it. I can't it. wait. God, damn it. So soon. God. Next month. God, I'll strangle you to play it. Me? You'll kill me? I'll kill you. The corona's making you mad with violence. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, kill or be sick. Oh, jeez. That's going to be the subtitle for the next Resident Evil Biohazard 8. No, Biohazard 8. Kill or be sick. Kill or be sick. I also got into Resident Evil 6 because uh, I still wanted to play more Resident hallelujah. Evil. Hallelujah. And this is the first hallelujah. time I've ever played the campaign. Ha- hallelujah. And um, I'm having a time with it. Huh? It's, it's, what do you mean? What do you, like a good time. I'm having a time. Like, like a I, great time. I still don't really know how I feel about it. What do you mean by that? So, what? This came out in 2012. So yeah. It's the most year. action-y of them all. I was getting a lot of ass in 2012. And, yeah. <laughs> Remember the time of your longest relationship? Yeah. And boom. Yeah, yeah, good times. But, so, you play through four different campaigns. What? Leon and Helena, uh, Chris and Pierce, Sherry and whoever, mm-hmm. and then Ada. Just cause. And I'm starting in like kind of the linear order of how they're presented, and I'm I'm doing the Leon and Helena campaign, which you swear is the best, the it most, the most swears truthful it's the best. to 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 all of it. Everyone it, says it's the best. Honestly, it like probably has some of the coolest like Leon beats. It's just such an over the top game, like from the first moment you fucking put it in. Like I said to you, it's like the Fast Seven of Resident Evil, it, which is apt. It's just this adrenaline-fueled nonsense blockbuster. And, like, some of it's fun, but I feel like it's just outside of what I want from, like, a, a Resident Evil game. Especially coming from, like, 2 yeah. Remake, which is the height of the game. Which is the height. It's such yeah. a good balance of, like, horror and action. Yeah. Uh, but but takes, like, a kind of a grounded approach to it. Whereas RE6 is just, like, an adrenaline shot to yeah. the series. What I do like about RE6 is that it... It really does feel like a suspenseful like action horror game Mm -hmm. throw out the conceptions that it's a survival horror game right i am a defender of this game i am a defender i i was watching you play it and like you're like just like ah kind of like frustrated with a few parts and i just was like trying to counterpoint you really hard like everything i said every down thing you had like it made me a little mad i'm just (laughs) like what's going on here and i'm just like i i genuinely love resident Mm -hmm. evil 6 and i know it's like i'm an island of one Mm-hmm. right i i have to like shout the word of it and people are like we don't believe you and i'm just like what generation what time what headspace that people have to be in to see this game in a different light because I, I enjoy the shit out of it. the contextual melee that's the, actually one of the best parts it's one of the best parts like they took something in five that was just kind of there mm-hmm. and brought it to the next level the next fucking level mm-hmm. dude the the atmosphere it brings it back to horror yeah 
but it's an action game in a horror setting. It's mm-hmm. it, it's hard to describe, but it's like, wow, it's it's kind of cool that it's like blockbuster horror instead of being like isolated spooky cabin horror. But people were pissed off about it. It feels people didn't like that. Like how an arcade game feels. In the way that <laughs> it has hear me out. Yeah. Like House of the Dead or one of those time crisis games where there's always these like really jagged camera cuts and you're going from one action moment to the next endless bullets endless blood <laughs> endless enemies and like yeah. that's what it is from moment to moment it doesn't stop like it never lets you just be <laughs> no it doesn't it's like panic horror yeah i like it i love it actually i love it i actually prefer it to part five mm-hmm. i know that's contentious but i feel like part five misses the mark sure. because half the game is in daylight i could take or leave part five to be honest yeah i feel that do i think it's better than four? Oh my god no, do I think it. part six no, is better than? Don't. Hang on, no, hang on. Don't. Let me let me put it this way. Oh God! If if I could only save Resident Evil Four or Resident Evil Six from a house fire, I'm not saying I would save part six, but I am saying I would flinch. There'd be some consideration for the other. I would flinch. A game that you spent like countless hours with, probably hundreds, hundreds alone, which is the mercenaries mode. That's probably 90% of my time that I spent with the game. Hmm. But I love the campaigns. I really do love the campaign. Oh, okay. Chris's campaign is fucking, like, definitely north of whatever. Yeah. But it has some of the bo- best boss fights. Mm. I get it. It's an uneven experience. Yeah. But, like, dude. But I, for, like, I, a 40-hour li- game? I like them rough-em-ups, rough right? Sure. I love bold games. Mm-hmm. I love games that fucking try even if they know they won't succeed. Mm-hmm. I love... Oh, I love this rough em up, man. I do. It's got some like really interesting, like you said, set pieces, atmospheres, and things that are cool to move through. But it's just like it doesn't feel like Resident Evil for me at and all. And it's not. And I agree. And, with like, that. I'm just and I totally like, feel that. I huh. totally feel that, dude. I and, like, totally. I guess feel the it. more I can distance myself from that feeling and mindset, the more I can be free, you know, and live in that world. But like, there's just so much glaring about it. Like, I don't know. Like, I I, I will agree. Like, the contextual melee is perfect. The enemy variation is actually really, really neat. The things that kind of get me caught up is just, like, the way you get hoarded by enemies and the way they don't really scale you to anticipate it. Like, you get mobbed for no fucking reason, and I'm just like, jeez. Listen, dude, I agree. (laughs) When they were developing that game, nobody walked in and said this is enough. Yeah. No one ever said that to that development team. They made three fucking campaigns. <laughs> Actually, there's they made a four, fourth they made bonus four fucking goddamn campaign starring Ada Wong. A lot of shit. They, nobody stopped that team. They gave them a, like a, just like, here's money out the fucking door. Make whatever the fuck. Yeah. And literally, instead of saying like, hey, let's slap things against the wall and see what sticks, everything stuck against the wall. Everything stuck. Everything for that team. Okay? I get it. I get it. it. It's it's a, it can be viewed as a blemish mm. on the series, but this series has darker blemishes. Umbrella Core. No, you're not wrong. Operation Raccoon City. <laughs> like this game, somebody put it best. Actually, it was uh, there's this guy that works from Gamespot that shows up in my streams. He's really cool. His, guy, mm. his name is Ben. Uh, he said it was like Resident Evil Six is as if it feels like if Platinum did a Resident Evil game, this is what they would come up with. Because yeah. Platinum doesn't always do a 100% successful game, but it does feel like what their effort would be like for it, where it's just like, let's make it super action-y. Mm. Here's this really complicated slide mechanic that has like like three different goddamn steps to even initiate. 
<laughs> Which is where I get fucked up, where there's yeah. these things that they want you to do in the game that they don't very well explain to you. The gun management, the way, like, because it's, like, it's designed to not be a survival horror game. Like, yeah. it's action. Pick up whatever guns you can. All the ammo, all the shit. And there's env- endless inventory because of it. But the way they try and get you to map certain things, like health items, it's just, like, it is so weird and cumbersome. It has way too many steps for me to be able to, like, manage. And especially because they don't let you pause. Like, the game is always going. Yeah. The game is always live. And I don't know if that's just because of the online or co-op nature it's, of it's it. probably because of the co-op nature, yeah. But, like, you gotta let me pause at some point. If I'm playing single-player campaign and you know there's no other controller, let me pause. <laughs> Wait, that might... I feel like you were able to pause at some point if you're playing an offline mode. I could be wrong about that, but okay. I could pause the cutscenes. <laughs> that's about it. Nice. So that that's one that I will I will work through. We'll I will through. honor the testament of our friendship and I will see it through cuz there are some fun moments. It's just like I get frustrated a lot cuz I'm getting downed a lot and it's just Yeah, I get it. I yeah. get it. I get it. I I I have a different my lens is muddied because I'm a master of that game. You are. I'm a master. I don't look at fresh. I don't see it and think it's frustrating. You can give me a Resident Evil game and it can have some garbage mechanics and I will figure them out mm-hmm. and fall in love with them. It's like Stockholm Syndrome, dude. That's why I'm the Capcom captain. Not because it's like I'm, I'm the biggest fan, but because it's I'm trapped. I'm trapped with Capcom. Shinji Mikami has you at gunpoint he every does. night. Before I come home, he's like, you better not talk. He does. And I want to tell that kid. And I want to kiss the barrel of that gun. Oh, it's it's a strange relationship. Kind of it's a little sexual. It's a lot sexual. Listen, I hope to get a little more sexual with RE6 and and please mm-hmm. you with my, the the results and my, my how I like it. But yeah, suck on that Chris campaign. I'm gonna suck on that hard. Suck on that Chris I want campaign. it to pierce me. I want to play that one. I'll so when I do the Chris campaign, you're I'll in. play that one. You're in. We'll play it on stream. I'm in. Lots like fuck, dude. I'll be a little pierce. Little pierce. Little I don't pierce. even know who the fuck he is, but I'll figure it out. He's just a boy. He's just a boy. <laughs> Some <laughs> other uh, games I got on here just because I've been mood gaming. I'll talk about this one for a quick second. The Sims 4. It was free last month. What's wrong uh, with you? Uh, because I was a PC kid and I loved it then. I have no interest in The Sims. I don't think it translates well to a console space. I'm just going to say that. It never did. I did not have a lot of fun with it. The The cursor feels way too heavy and it just doesn't feel as clean as like The Sims 3 felt even. like There felt something very cumbersome about it. And I just didn't really enjoy my time with it. I think I probably spent more time dressing my character and giving him variations of outfits than I did playing the game. This and, sounds like a game for perverts. <laughs> like final fantasy 10 2 yep that's a game for perverts as well yeah because every yeah. gamer is a pervert well listen man hmm. not every pervert's a gamer but every gamer is a pervert. <laughs> god damn you um i was making paul rudd i was doing a simulation of netflix's living with yourself really so i made two versions of paul rudd and okay. i got bored real fast yeah yeah i got bored just hearing sims i don't yeah. know i really don't sims okay. has never interested okay. me in my life right yeah people just like love love these god games right that's what they're called you're, you're yeah you're simulators controlling these, god these games lives right i played a lot of those i played sim city sim tower sims one and two roller coaster tycoon that was my shit in the pc days but it's just like Listen, i don't know console gaming's different for me. Sim, sims yeah. have never never hit me because like i may have control issues sure I def- definitely have control you issues, do. but I never feel the need to control others. Mm-hmm. Never. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's no, like, it's just a weird, it's just, it's just a weird yeah. sensation. Where I'm just I just like, had to hey, know what it was like. I want this man to be a clown going to the university. Oh no. He set his toilet on fire. He like, wants this to be weird. a respectable clown. Is, I, okay, Let him be. Let him That's live. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Another game I got on here. Perverts. Is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Batman Arkham Knight, which uh, I probably played for about an hour and a half and then I had enough of. 
Really? Too much tank. The you mean the Batmobile? Yeah, too much Batmobile. They want me to drive it everywhere. Okay, yeah. There's they a want lot me of, to drive it on roofs. There's a lot of Batmobile. Yeah, I admit it's, that. It's fun. It's a good Batman game, but it's I a good just, Batman game. I think the amount of time they want me to be in the tank, I don't want to be. I want to be Batman in that world. I get it. There's no there's no buy in for that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, like it's it's well designed for sparse segments, but they want it all the time. They want you to go up to fucking Commissioner. Wait, why Gordon. are you playing this game? I just like in, I, I took it at face value. What made you go back to fucking Batman Arkham Knight, a game from fucking five years ago? Oh, um, the fact that I one had never played it, and we had just seen Birds of Prey. There we go. And I really it was a I, great movie. So I yeah oh. Fucking awesome. I love that. One of my favorite DC movies. Same. Uh, I had watched Birds of Prey. I've been reading um, Batman Arkham Knight. Sorry, what is it? White Knight? White Knight. White Knight from the Black Label series. My copy, motherfucker. Yeah, it's fucking phenomenal. It's fucking phenomenal. The Joker goes white. It's great. He becomes the White Knight. It's good. It's so good. But I was on this like kind of like Batman high and I was like, let me play that game because I've heard good things about it. And like it has a really cool opening. Like you fucking have a cremation of the Joker. You have this crazy segment where you play as a cop and the scarecrow is like making people hallucinate. It's fucking awesome. But it's just like the second they hit me with that tank, I was just like, I'm going to play something else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I feel that. I feel that. But yeah. it's, it's, it's still a good game. I'll go it's back my to favorite. it. Yeah. I'll go I mean, back to it. I'm not Arkham, done with Arkham it. Arkham City is the one that's like fucking. Oh, yeah just lightning bolt of success that one brings home the bacon and then the last one that i was playing uh just because there was a free trial of it of this weekend was mortal kombat 11 which you got very upset because the trial ended because the trial ended (laughs) they wouldn't let you complete the story i thought they were gonna let me play all of it no i didn't realize it was just like three hours or three chapters you You gotta buy that game if you want to see what happens to cassie cage and johnny cage well now i gotta know all the cages fucking outer worlds in fucking peril i gotta know nah dude how'd you feel like did you like it uh yeah uh, honestly like for what a movie is, what is that what for, is that for a movie that i was watching where i randomly got to fight people that was fun <laughs> is that <laughs> how you feel the campaign of uh mortal kombat 11? it's 80 percent cinematics with like okay. maybe 20 percent, maybe 20 percent i i recently got back into yeah. that game right because i didn't give it like a fair shake when it came out in april of yeah. 2019 like i played it for like a couple of weeks and i just kind of kind of bored of it i guess yeah but i went back to it and i was like no the mechanics are really good really interesting in fact i would say like it's a good fighting game gameplay wise it's probably the best Mm -hmm. of the new mortal kombats but i still think my favorite is oddly enough mkx Mm. mkx has a really good fucking story Yeah, you vouch for that really hard i really vouch for that game the fucking mkx is great and don't don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. mk9 probably one of my favorite mortal kombat's of all time but mkx just does some shit i gotta play that one nine was the one that i went hard on with you and then yeah. like this is like so nine was the ushering in of like the new trilogy of like yeah. the modern stories and they all have continuation so like to pick they up 11 like right. some of it i didn't quite like follow right away but like some of it's pretty face value and easy to take where yeah, like, you're like who's kotal khan i was like who the fuck is kotal khan and it made sense like okay khan is a title he probably killed shao khan and then when they do the crossover where Chronica comes in and she brings like all the people back from the dead, you're like, okay, this is what happened. So it kind of bridges the gap of 10 a little bit. I still don't really know who Shinnok is. He's uh, an elder god. Yeah, okay, cool. Now I know that, you know? But I am having. I had fun with it. I just, the trial ended, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Like, I I don't think you I'll ever buy get... it. I'll borrow it from you. <laughs> oh, you gotta yeah. buy it. I'll borrow it from you to at least beat the story and then I'll figure out the rest. Okay. So. Yeah, I'll allow it. Yeah. I'll allow it. You can borrow it. it. Like it's a it's a good fighting game. The story is actually really really interesting. It is. It's it's hard to vouch for a Mortal Kombat story, but like NetherRealm does really good stories. They hire like comic book uh, writers and shit to do their stuff, and it's great. Where Resident Evil Six feels like a kind of cheesy blockbuster, this feels like a really well done blockbuster. 
Yes. Like yeah, it feels yeah. like fucking big like, budget. I would watch that game. as a movie. Yeah. Like that's, that's, I really like what they've done yeah. with the MK game story. And like injustice, uh, is the same way where injustice has like really good story campaigns, yeah. which you don't commonly like, remember back in the day, there was no fucking story to campaign and fighting games. Nope. It was just like, here's an, maybe an intro movie. If you're lucky, you dumb bitch. Yeah. And then here's an outro movie that, if you're lucky. that actually is, con- is uh, contradicted by, any other character's <laughs> outro movie, yep. which I hate. I like that they finally like said, "Hey, here's a consistent, cohesive story mm-hmm. that encompasses every character. Here's the canon. Go play arcade mode if you want to fucking get like different shit." Yeah, there was a thing that I I got mad about. I was like, "Oh, I, I'm pissed that I can't do fatalities in the main campaign." And you're like, "Well, it would change the nature of the story. You can't kill characters." And I'm can't like, kill characters, dude. I was like, "I mean, yeah, I guess you're right." Yeah. So, I mean, they do get a great job at building a very well-threaded, consistent story that is the one they want to tell. And anything else outside of that, you can have free reign with. Although, although, you know? although the evolution of Mortal Kombat campaigns would be that you have the choice to perform a fatality that changes the story going forward. Ooh, that'd so be cool. So, if you kill Liu Kang, he's not in the story anymore. You know? Like a choose-your-own-adventure Mortal Kombat game. Yes. Damn. Or you can give mercy... To like get different story paths, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that'd be cool. That's the future. I like the idea of that. Maybe you do do a fatality on a character to kill them and take them out of the main campaign. You said do do. I did. <laughs> the game gets harder. Yes. So it like kind of punishes you for that decision. Oh, like or like you have less uh, allies, so mm-hmm. like you have less of a chance of getting a good ending. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, Fuck dude. Yeah. Yo, Ed Mortal Boone. Com- Mortal Kombat 12, we got some ideas. Ed Boone, dude. 12? <laughs> 12's the one, dude. 12's the one. It's going to be the hard hitter. 12's the one. It's going to be a next gen console launcher. Yeah, <laughs> that's, consoles. that's what go- well you know they're gonna do an injustice 3 right because mm. they always do the back and forth between their yeah, two titles now they do yeah i would be super interested if netherrealm did like a different fighting game mm. uh or a different theme to their fighting games like same mechanics but sure. like you know we talked about the horror game that mm. like you know people want them to do yep. I, I talked about a buffy game once a buffy fighter yeah uh wow what yeah Really? We talked about this on the live episode of uh, Save Room Wix for, really? for a three-year anniversary where I, I was, was like, drunk. oh, I was super trash. I wanted a NetherRealm Buffy the Vampire Slayer fighter. <laughs> wow, yeah. dude. Yeah. Wow. I, I want another like open world beat-em-up. Mm-hmm. They made two of them. Buffy Chaos Bleeds. Mm-hmm. If you haven't played it, you haven't lived. I guess I'm not living. You play Sid the fucking dummy, dude. <laughs> you play Sid the fucking dummy. You play the cheetahs. You play the what? You play the bad egg. No, you mean the hyenas. Oh, the hyenas yeah. <laughs> that devoured the principal. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that principal. God, what a good series, dude. Okay, well, well cool. Yeah, what have you been playing now? Um, let, me, I, let me pick I'll, your brand. I'll, I'll do this real quick, yeah. right? Because like we're, we're we're long in the tooth sure, right now. But always. like basically, it's our brand. My main like let me throw everything else out and let me talk to you about my main focus, which is fucking Yakuza games right now. Mm-hmm. I ended up beating Yakuza Six, so it's weird how I did it. I went from Kiwami One, mm-hmm. Kiwami Two, skip the six, skip the six. Somewhere around there, Judgment. I played Judgment somewhere around there, right? Over the summer. Yeah. Over the summer. Over the summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, skip the six and fucking great, phenomenal gameplay, really gripping drama story, fun mini games, great open world. That like uh, that's Yakuza at, at its absolute best because it benefits from modern tech. The, the new engine that they use for it, which uh-huh. they use for Judgment, is fucking great. Sure. It, it, it's great. But the remastered collection called to me, right? Because there's something about, like, kind of mid-generation Kiryu that has, like, an interesting story. So when in part three, my dude's, like, running an orphanage. Mm-hmm. 
And because that you know he grew up in the same orphanage, he wants to take care of these fucking orphans, right? That's his only only thing. They live on a beach in Okinawa. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, right? But he keeps on getting dragged <laughs> into these fucking yakuza affairs, right? He can't quit the lifestyle. All this bullshit. Yeah, they <laughs> won't let him get out of it. They won't let him get out. You know, and it it so it's definitely it's the first PS3 yakuza game, mm-hmm. um, and it definitely feels like an early generation PS3 game. There's a lot of just like dialogue boxes over actually voice cut scenes. Okay. Some of the the combat's totally different than what Kiwami sure. two and Part Zero Six and do. 60. Yeah, yeah. Some of it's a little stilted, but like the remaster does a good job of like you know making it look good, making it mm-hmm. run well. Sidebar: I had to get a brand new TV because my last one decided to <laughs> fucking die on me. I've never seen the boy sadder in my life. I got so sad, dude. Came home, kept on pressing start, tried to fucking reboot it, was yeah. looking up YouTube videos of how to reset my TV, fix my baby boy, fix why he's broken, who killed him, who done this. <laughs> who done it? But I ended up getting a Samsung. Oh, and I love me a Samsung. You do? You've oh, always wanted one. I've always wanted one. This was an opportunity, so I got one. Even the remaster looks beautiful on this TV. Nice. I'm just nice like, okay, you. so the colors are great, da, 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 they pop. But mm-hmm. um, it's definitely a little, you know, a little more rigid yeah. than, you know, the later games. I'm interested to see how it goes from 4 and 5, because mm-hmm. I totally plan on playing 4 and 5 after this. Um, but 3, I, it's a charmer. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say it. It's a charmer, because it has such a good, just like a good story, but very, like, character-based slow burn. Like, it's a lot more interactions with the kids and learning their different personalities at the orphanage. Sure. And then being dragged into like this 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 big old sweeping like mystery and and murder and fucking back crossing and shit it's great it's Hmm. it's honestly yakuza 3 is like peak yakuza like fucking pinnacle yakuza dude interesting you know yeah it because part six felt like a celebration of the rest of the series Mm. while still like landing plot threads or making callbacks all throughout like it makes a bunch of callbacks to zero oddly enough okay but um it's it's good being in the middle. Being good in the middle is a shit. I've been having fun streaming it too, man. Drunkuza is what we do. Every Saturday. Every Saturday, You guys go dog. hard on it. Every Saturday, doggy dog. I think so. Part of it too was not that it's just a Yakuza game, but uh, you just like new things. And what? you like, if a new game comes out, you got to buy it, right? That's just the Kevin mantra. No, no, no. It, not every new game. And I think this collection also came out in a really sleek and sexy package. Yeah. Like, it's a nice collection. It's good. Yakuza 3 is actually on, like, what, a PS3-type disc, and it comes in, like, a PS3 case and everything. Yeah, it comes with the case. <laughs> it's a PS4 disc, but yeah. it comes with a PS3 case because they never released it uh, physically, uh, Yakuza 5, in the U.S. Yeah. So they were like, here you go. Here's here's the cover that you missed, and nice, it looks dude. fucking great. It's great. It's a good collection. It's got an art book and shit, I think. I Well, no, I don't know if it has an art mm. book, but it has art all over it, which is really nice. Okay. Because it's like one of those, it's like getting those special edition DVDs from back in the day that would like fold outwards. Dude, I got tons of those. You got tons of those. Just look over to the DVD annuals. They're everywhere. There's so many, dude. This is one of my favorite ones where it's, so it's the seven so david fincher seven um it's a composition notebook that john doe would have that's so cool it basically opens up and you can kind of see like crime scene stuff and like photos that like detectives and police would take and it's just this is a clean packaging that's a good package this is really good that's a good package fuck it look listen you know what i always say packaging is half the war if you're trying to sell me something physical yeah i mean i'm very visual i like like if i see a thing with my eyes and it's sexy i'll buy it even if it's bad exactly yeah even if it's bad i bought a lot of bad cds because of that sure (laughs) you still bad you still buy bad stuff every day that's true 
<laughs> so what, what's your trajectory then for three, four, five? Are you just going to play them over the next few Saturdays and just kind of keep going until you're done? Or are you going to switch off? Uh, tonight I'm going to take a break and play Fist of the North Star. Because uh. uh, it's made by, it plays like a Yakuza game, but it's like over the top, apocalyptic, fucking bloody beat em up. So nice. that'd be super cool. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to, sorry, I dropped my beer. Uh, I'm definitely going to go back to, um, you know, like just, drilling down on yakuza games over the next few weeks and see what i can do you've been on this like because part seven is inevitably going to come out this year as well i want to actually finish four five and then ramp up to seven and ramp up to which seven. will be yeah, completely yeah, yeah. different yeah oh yeah, yeah different gameplay different everything no kiru no kiru yeah it's but tough. what i've seen of it looks cool it looks amazing yeah <laughs> the graphics are great. It looks like it's fun. It looks like it has Persona esque turn based combat. Yeah. Which is totally new for the series. Yeah, when uh it was Chelsea, she ended up Where? posting some videos on oh. Twitter of like some just gameplay, combat and action. It's like really kind of fluid live turn based combat system and it looks really fresh. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into it. Because you seldom can get me to do turn based willingly. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this one. You're gonna do this one a I'm lot. I'm gonna do this one a lot. So I'm going to ask you too, you also got back into another game that I didn't think you'd get back into anytime soon. What, what brought you back to the division? Uh, I, what did, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Wasn't, I think they said that there's like some free content, mm-hmm. uh, out for it or something like that. You know what? It probably got back into the conversation because they did a sale on the game where it was like $3 on PSN. Oh, yeah. And then, like, people were playing and going, like, oh, yeah, Division's the tits. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, seeing on Twitter, I'm just okay. like, yeah, you're right. Division is the tits. So I, I plugged it back in because I've always liked the combat. And, mm. yeah, I'm having a good time with it. Um, I feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over. And, <laughs> yeah. and I've been away from it so long. I, I don't know what's new content or not. It's just all Division 2 to me. <laughs> so it's hard to tell. Well, they added a lot of, what, like, free updates and, like, a new area. You go to, like, New York, right? Yeah, there's, like, new strongholds. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Let's not get it twisted. So they came out with the uh, Warlords of New York okay. uh, expansion. That bitch is 30 bucks. Oh, that's pay for it. Okay. I checked today. Gotcha. It's so weird because they did the update for it and I show up at the White House and they're just like, Agent, we're going to New York. There's a helicopter waiting on the front lawn. Uh-huh. And when you walk up, they're just like, hang on, Agent. You gotta buy our DLC. <laughs> you gotta buy our fucking DLC. <laughs> like it goes, go to the store. And I'm just like, what, 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 Fuck. what? And then it didn't even pop up in the store for me. Like the in-game store, it just like didn't list it. I had oh, to go, what? I had to back out to the PlayStation menu to figure out like what, what it was, if I could download it. Yeah. And it was 30 fucking bucks. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go back to New York. <sighs> and you also get the level 40 in that one. It caps oh. at 30 in the main game. I keep on dropping the spear. It caps in 30 in the main game, but it goes to 40 uh, in the DLC. And I got mm. sad, but I was just like, I don't know that I'm going to spend 30 bucks to play Division right now. Yeah. I got a lot of I got There's a lot, a lot of, of games coming out. I got a lot of Yakuza. Yeah. And then fucking uh, Neo 2 comes out this uh, month. Yeah. Goddamn Doom Eternal comes out on the 20th. And if we survive this coronavirus mm. outbreak in Seattle, I want to play some video games. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You got a good point there. Yeah. Honestly, like I'm, I'm a mood gamer by you know day, gamer by night. You know I do I do what just I need normal to. Gamer just a normal night. gamer. Actually, all, all day all night. A normal gamer is worse than any kind of other gimmick of a gamer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't predict what they're gonna do. No, not at all. But the worst is you also can. Yes. So I mean, we've just been mood gaming pretty hard in the drought, but like, yeah, the next few months are gonna ramp up, and like, sure, I feel like the next few saver and plays are probably gonna be like impressions on like, here's that new hotness we're playing, here's that Neo two, here's that Animal Crossing. Yeah, we'll we'll just focus on one game for a while, and yeah. I'm down with that. I feel like we should have entire episodes where we're just like we're just gonna talk about Neo two, mm-hmm. and like that'll be the thing, right? Yeah, I'm in for it. Yeah, you won't, you don't have a choice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm kind of like you don't have a choice. Of the, the participation here, so you kidding me? 
You me? think you think you're getting out of this? <laughs> you think you, we're stuck here? We're quarantined. We're we got, quarantined, we gotta motherfucker. We can't go nowhere. All we can do is make content and talk about Isabel and talk about Doom Guy and talk about Jill Valentine's and talk about like the other ones too. They're all coming. Cloud, Strife, Str- <laughs> Mr. Strife, Mr. Strife Tifa? with the bobs. You're stuck. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. Well, I'm excited for it, man. The reason I have to play Same all room. these games is because I don't know what else to play, you know? What would you be doing otherwise? Having, like, a social life? That or watching How I Met Your Mother again. Talking to girlies. Talking to girlies. You know, nah, dude. my life. Nah, dude. If I'm lucky, I'll find a girl that likes a game. Like a Mario Kart. One game. Just a Mario. Like, I'm down if a chick likes Mario Kart. Yeah? Because you know? if she at least plays that, I can get her in, get her into other games. Like Katamari. Or Donut okay. County, you know? But yeah, okay. let's take this one home. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This has been Save Room Plays number five. If you didn't know, we are the Save Room, which you probably know by this point. Uh, you can find us over on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, RSS feeds, and wherever there is sound in this corona-ridden world. <laughs> <laughs> Before sound is stripped away from us yeah. by the virus, you can <laughs> still hear us out. The, the last words on Mima's lips are going to be, listen to the before she fades to the next world (laughs) i like to think of the save room as a message of hope for those that want to hear it and a warning for those that will not wow that was that was foreboding (laughs) well shit if you want to join us in the end of times as well find us over at twitter at save rooms show join us in uh apocalypse watch 2020 coronaville Mm -hmm. 2020 whatever you want to call this coronaville where corona crud is the law of the land animal crossing new corona (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah but uh thank you guys this has been a fun one a long one and hopefully the next one will be more prescient and shorter (laughs) yeah we'll see we'll see all right well thank you guys have a good one